Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things anime uncensored. And we are your hosts. I'm David. We got Jerry. We got Kenny. And today, we are going to go back to our, well, kind of roots. Um, because, you know, we started doing reviews, giving our thoughts on that. But we also talked a lot about news. And you guessed it, today is a news episode. So we are going to be talking about... All of the anime-related news that have been dropping over the past few weeks. Um, we It's been a really dry summer, but over the last few weeks, there's just been a shit ton of news just, yep. just coming out. So, um, Jerry, why don't you take it away and get us started? <laughs> yeah, start at the uh, top, brother. There's yes, sir. Sure. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> okay, so like David said, yes, we have a massive list of news. And that's because we, I, almost like it felt like it was becoming a recurring joke that we would be like, oh, there's really not a lot of news to talk about, like, this episode. That kind of happened, like, all throughout the summer. And then it was like, all of a sudden, we go on this hiatus and, like, don't post videos as, or episodes of the podcast as frequently. And all of a sudden, like, news just starts coming out, like, every single day, every single week. There's, like, shit coming out. And, like, we haven't had... And so then, like, the last episode, we didn't have any time to, like, actually talk about news because we had 15 yeah. shows we had to do impressions of. And I was like, oh, my God. So I've compiled a massive list of news topics that me and the boys are going to react to, respond to, give us give you our insight on um hopefully we'll get over everything that it seems or feels relevant or felt relevant over the last two or three months so hopefully you're buckled up you're ready for that we will try our best to put some uh timestamps in the youtube video if you want to just jump ahead to certain news topics or certain things that have been relevant uh over the last couple of months but we're going to give you our responses give you our reactions give you our feelings and then we might spend a little time at the back end just talking about stuff that we're reading and watching talking talking about stuff that's just on our mind because we haven't really had a chance to chat about uh some of this stuff recently so why not let's do it okay so the first that, that was it, guys. That was yeah. wait, wait, what's uh, what's uh, the first uh, thing we're gonna talk about, Jerry? Okay, so I've compiled this list. Um, the first news has to do with one of our favorite animes here on uh on the yeah. Unsustained Anime Podcast. You know, Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Um, and some a lot of interesting news has come out about Jujutsu Kaisen recently. We're gonna start with the first piece, and then we'll talk about the second two things. Which are kind of a combined joint piece of news, but the first yeah, so is the this... first thing is right here in the uncensored anime podcast. We <laughs> want to be very clear that we are uncensored about anime, and we talk about a lot of hentai and this and that. But you know, we have we're we're uh, we're down bad. We're, Sometimes uh, we're nasty. We're nasty animes. Men. One of our favorite animes are out here doing this. This we're is like, weird. Mm. So <laughs> the first piece of news for those of you listening is that. For some reason, a company in Japan uh, has decided to make a live-action Jujutsu Kaisen adult parody film, which I'm not sure if that... I I think that implies that it's pornography, but it also could just be like, maybe it's like an adult... It, the word adult just keeps getting put in front of it, so I'm not sure if that's a translation issue or what. Uh, based off the, the poster, it's got three women... On the poster, so the guys are completely absent from the poster, and right, it's just the right. three main girls, yep, and yep, yep. I'm not going to lie, that gives me immediate, like, oh, this looks like it's a porn. Um, is yep. it a porn? Are, I have no idea, but... Uh, are the actresses, what what what, did, what have they done before? That's Now, see, I haven't gone that deep into it. I haven't tried to look them David, up. David, you're the info guy. <laughs> you gotta, you got to type in the search. I'm not going to lie, I'm trying to research this because I want to see this so bad yeah, and I and can't find any of it. David. <laughs> I saw that they are releasing this right around the exact same time as the 
actual movie of JJK that comes out later this year, which I thought that was incredible marketing on the JJK potential porn uh, projects part. So that way when people are looking up JJK movie on the internet, they're just going to keep finding. No, I and hope yeah, that there's going to be an autocomplete that says porn, porn, movie? porn movie, adult, porn adult movie? film, adult, adult movie? film, adult film, adult um, movie, adult movie. I really don't know if this is going to be porn. It looks like it could be porn. I have heard rumors and rumblings that it might be porn. And uh, if it is, I think that's hilarious. I think it's ridiculous and stupid, but it's classic Japan. But uh, um, wait, did y'all know that panda's in the movie too? Oh, I saw. Oh, I saw the photo. Is he in like a jumpsuit? Oh, it it makes it just adds a layer to the porn to me because it's like his dick is gonna come out of a. It's looking real. It's it's looking real panda porn to me, man. Wow! Um, Wow! If you guys look the picture up, it's looking pretty funky. Um, Okay. This is this is crazy. But yeah, it's a weird topic and I it's been going around like all the anime news sites lately though. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Like everybody's been sharing it. And I'm like, "Why? Why is this happening? Why are we sharing this?" Uh mainly just cuz it's JJK live action, which is probably never going to happen seriously, at least not anytime soon, but I don't yeah. know. Mm. Yeah. Even though I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen Loki is one of those ones that like, you know, it could maybe work. I mean, what was that one they did on Netflix, Kenny? That's kind of it's not exactly like JJK, but it's a Korean mm-hmm. one. Uh, it's also got like Squid monsters. Game. No, <laughs> it's uh, got maybe. monsters. Uh, maybe it's called like Sweet Home or something, something like that. Oh, oh. I actually watched that. Is that right? Um, yeah, it's a Korean. I'm pretty sure it's based off of a webtoon, right, David? I think so. Yeah. Yep. It, that is a webtoon. Yeah. So you know. that one's an interesting one because it's kind of got that same aesthetic to JJK, like monsters that kind of like come out. They're not exactly curses or anything, but similar sort of yeah. stylization, but. Beside the point, first piece, obviously, yeah, JJK porn. We, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Listeners, oh, we, gotta watch it. It. we gotta watch it. We'll, I found we'll it. Back. We'll report. I found pictures. What, look at his face. Look at his face. Did you find the actresses? Or um, do they look like yeah. they might be porn actresses, David? I mean, it's hard to say. It's, it's hard a- to tell. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because, I mean, they, they could just be like cosplayers, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. hard to tell. But why is it yeah. called, did you say that it's called Chijitsu Kaisen? Yeah, they changed the name of it, but I don't know what that means. I can't remember. What does Chijitsu oh. mean? Hmm. Is oh. that like, 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 dick jutsu? No, that'd be funny, though. Dick Wait. Jutsu. I mean. Oh, no, because penis is chin chin. Yeah. Yeah. So if it, so was, if it was Chin Jutsu, then I would be I would be fully sold. I'd be worried. Be like, I'd be worried. This is a porn. For it's sure. a porn. Yeah. But yeah, they. I mean, everybody on the internet keeps translating it as it's being it's being described as an adult film, adult JJK film. Which I don't. Again, I think that's like a weird. You know, it's like is it porn? Is it like a weird comedy parody adult movie? I don't know what they're going for there. I think I saw yeah. that the curses are not going to be called curses in it, right? I, th- I saw some sort of description. They're gonna be called lube. I think. No, they're not. No, no, no. But there is some sort of like a change to that. I can't remember what it said on the website though. But right, um, uh, it worries me. <laughs> but they're gonna be called lube. On Jujutsu Kaisen news, though, on the flip side, there's a release date for the movie Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. I think this has come a long way back at this point. But the official yeah. release date is it's coming out Christmas Eve in Japan. So December 24th, we probably won't see it here in the States for my guess is three to six months after the Japanese release. That's my guess. So maybe by next summer, we might get it here in the States. 
Um, yep. Just based off the Demon Slayer timeline. So I think that would probably be the my guess. And in addition to that, they announced that Jujutsu Kaisen Episode Zero, which is already a manga, right? It was originally a manga. And they're now adapting yep. it into a film. They're now they've now announced that they're novelizing it as well. So there'll be a novelization, a, a light novel mm. version of JJK Zero that you can buy as well. It does serve as while it was like it, for those of you that don't know what JJK Zero is, is it was uh, it's not always called this, but a lot of times before mangaka gets their series serialized, they usually write what's like a one-shot version um, of their series to kind of sell it or uh, maybe... And then it turns into a ser- full serialization. You can find uh, a one-shot version of One Piece. Ble- you know, there's Piece, there's yeah. one-shots of all these big oh. series that existed before. And uh, JJK has kind of piloted theirs as part zero because, to my understanding, the author has essentially canonized that ser- that's part of the story. Like, the character... Yeah. That was the main character in JJK Zero, who he then kind of got rid of to replace with Yuji. He then changed his mind, introduced that character back into the storyline, into the main series. So it now has canonized it. So they've kind of been calling it JJK Chapter Zero. He's already so, and he's already been mentioned in the in the in anime. the anime. Yeah. He's been mentioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah the character's he's, been he's mentioned. He's one of their upperclassmen. So um, yeah. we now you see Maki and Panda and uh, yeah, Inamaki they know him. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. So like, essentially, yeah. the character exists. So now. The JJK Zero, it's a canon story now, to my understanding. Uh, Akutami has that way. Although, if you read the original manga, the designs are a little bit different. Um, I've read the manga itself. The the designs are a little bit different. I expect the anime version or the movie version, just based off the trailers, it looks like they've updated all the designs to just look like the current story. They've updated all of that so that it just matches what we already know, and it just now works as like a canon backstory for this character. Then we'll go into next, uh, next year's... Um, season with I think the character should show up next season, right? In the anime? Uh, no, uh, actually, no. It'll it'll be a bit. It'll be it'll be farther. it'll, it'll be. it might be two seasons from now. Yeah. Okay, that's actually one of my biggest gripes with Jujutsu Kaisen. The popularity poll came out, and the character that gets introduced in Zero was second place, not having been introduced in the manga yet. He yeah. he got introduced like two weeks after that. He took yeah. second Which, place just from name alone. No, well, yeah. chapter, chapter zero, zero. chapter zero. But yeah. the, he had not appeared in the serialization. Yeah, yeah in the main series right. yet. Even but, though I mean, he is a character in the show, right? Right. I mean, he's been mentioned my name multiple times. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, we have art of him. We he's, know what he's, he's pretty cool. Like. He's pretty cool, I, and it's pretty his cool. Uh, his ability is really cool too. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. I I can't wait for JJK season two. Honestly, honestly, the movie's gonna be fire because I remember. I gotta when be I, honest. The current art. The current arc of Jujutsu Kaisen. Is so good, Jerry. It's, yeah. it's one of the best arcs in. I've heard good things. Yeah. And season two of Jujutsu Kaisen is going to. It's going to be so good. It's. I love Gojo. It's so not my favorite, It's not my favorite Shonen arcs ever. Season two. Yeah. Will it get to the like the big arc? I don't think no? so. It's I don't not, think it will. Isn't yeah. it right after? It's no, right because after, it has to do the small arc. There's a couple small, small parts before the big arc. It David. does the small. Well, I don't want to say any too many spoilers. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I remember. You're there's right. the small that small arc where it introduces that other character. Yep. And then yeah. And then it'll, it'll go right into. But yeah, next. but we also have something else before that, right? If they if they do 24 episodes, then I think if they do 24, they'll make it. If it's just 12, yeah. they won't. That's yeah. yeah. That's a good call, kid. Yeah, yeah. Then this the they might do twenty four. They might do twenty four. You never know. The character from episode zero will be introduced in the following season. Then, yeah, right. So he doesn't even show up until after the big arc. Nope. Correct. Oh wow. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's JJK news. That's your update. So I mean, the main thing is just waiting for this movie for all of us fans, and then 
Um, we'll get more next year, and you're also going to get the JJK adult movie by the end of the year, which is wild, oh, and man. the novelization. So, um, And for those that are curious, I know a while back we talked about Akutami taking a break. He's now back weekly, right, Kenny? He's not yep. missing chapters yeah. anymore. Like so. I said, it, th- this arc has been awesome. Yeah. yeah, he took a pretty significant hiatus himself, a month or two, something like that. Yeah. Um, Since his return, he's been consistently consistent. weekly. Okay, well, the whole good, thing but... was like he just had to he had to have like surgery or something, right? And like they, yeah. were, he was like, I don't even want. He was like, I don't even want to really stop. And they were, no, 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 brother, just take a month and a half off. It was like, one of those things where, like, you know, in at least in the manga culture, ma- mangaka culture, they're kind yeah. of expected to work twenty four seven. I mean, they, to my understanding, yeah. they don't really take breaks, and sometimes that can really wreck your health and if something's going wrong like like suppose to me to my understanding something was wrong with akutami and they were like bro you need to go do this and he was like ah shit okay yeah i'll do it um but he's a young guy i mean he's only i think he's my age if i remember correctly he's 28 i think so like it's one of those things where they're like hey brother we kind of want you to be writing for a long time yeah oh i'm sure they probably want to make sure he's not gonna tagashi his way out of this shit you know not get a what? <laughs> well, you know, Tagashi's health is the reason why he's gone on no, such extended hiatus no, and no, had no. such difficulties in the later parts of his life is because he just never took care of himself when he was younger. Um, yeah, I think that I think that Shonen Jump in general has been. I, I mean, with Oda, how the fact that he basically gets one week off. Oda, yeah. Oda deserves it. He deserves yeah. it. <laughs> I think any wrong takes a break every three weeks. Well, yeah. Kaiju's not weekly though. It's a I'm it's always it's a Shonen Jump Plus series, so it's always been uh, yeah. its own schedule. One punch man. Well, it's it's, it's weekly. Whenever. It's weekly on Thursdays. It's not weekly. It's bi-weekly, I believe. Is Kaiju number eight schedule? It's weekly. You're playing yourself, David. No, it's no. Not. It's it's weekly. It's every. I think it's every okay, three. Okay, every three Everybody chapters. Get, get you in get the, the comments. <laughs> there will be somebody that is right. I, mean, I get notified every Thursday about a new Kaiju in the comments. I think that it right started. Now, who you think is right? Let's see. Let's it see. Probably, it probably started. I thought it started but... weekly or started. I thought it started one way and then switched its publication um, to be like bi-weekly or, or tri-monthly. Some sort of like alternative schedule. And that's because like a lot of Shonen Jump Plus uh, accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a lot of Shonen Jump Plus series have done this where they have like Spy Family has an alternative schedule too, right? Like a bi weekly or something. Yeah, um, they do. Yeah. I I thought that it I mean, I do think that it started weekly. That's what I'm thinking at least. I remember it, Ka- um, I know for sure Kaiju number eight was weekly at some point, but I thought it was no longer weekly, but maybe I'm just forgetting it's so it's weekly now. It so he, he so the mangaka publishes a chapter every three weeks and the fourth week they take a break. So that's, I mean, that's just not, I don't even know what to call that then at that point. I mean, the Oda schedule is what I'd call it. It's, um, it's the Oda schedule, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, there's no other, like, publication that, like, consistently does that scheduling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for yeah. most of the other publications, it's, like, weekly or bi-weekly or, you know, right. monthly. You it's, know, like, very consistent. rarely, very rarely it is you have, like, super a... super smart, though. What, just doing, a, a like, an every three weeks sort of schedule? You just, of yeah, like a, yeah, if you just, like, yeah. pull yeah, three shows. Three things every week, and then it's like you know, to me, everybody it, will get a break during the month. You it know? totally makes sense to do like a three a week and or a three a month instead of a, you know what I mean? I mean, two a month yeah. is act, I I think there are even some magazine publications, like traditional publications, that had a bi monthly schedule, but I'm forgetting mm, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go double check, but I do yeah, think I they exist. I think they exist that have the bi monthly schedule, um, like two a month instead of one a month. Um, but 
no, yeah, so Kaiju's now doing a three-a-month schedule, which is a really, again, it's just an alternative schedule. And that's the great thing about, for those that are listening that don't know already, Shueisha has Shonen Jump Plus, which is um, Mm. their digital platform. I mean, you know, that is essentially, it's this, I don't even know what to call it. It's the cousin magazine to Weekly Shonen Jump that essentially encompasses just all of Shueisha's other properties and they just kind of let them publish on their own on their own you know like they can kind of just do yeah. it whenever because it's all straight to there is no physical magazine coming out every week right right yeah it's yeah. all online yeah it's all which is very it's cool. all digital mm-hmm. it is very cool okay yeah uh, all right down the down the rabbit hell hole we went um in kitty okay, news two. no I'm, two. I'm about to in kitty news in kitty news devil is a part-timer this okay this blows my mind boys Devil's a part-timer has announced they will be making more making another announcement on December 12th. So this is not an announcement for release. It's an announcement for an announcement, which is starting to really piss me off. I'm tired of announcements of announcements. That's what that Spider-Man shit You know is. what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck is that, dog? Wait, isn't the trailer supposed to come out today? For yeah. what, Spider-Man? Why, why am I watching Wait, Tom Holland watch the trailer? They, exactly. Like, they announced that the trailer was going to come out. I hate that, and it, dude. It never came out. It never came out. Or maybe yeah, it's, it maybe it's about to hit. Like, maybe it's going to hit while we're recording. Um, yeah. So, yeah, here's the thing. So, Devils of Part-Timers announced that at this event happening on December 12th, they will be following up with additional information about Season 2. I believe really early this year, we reported on Season 2's announcement. Um, we did. While we were uh, in one of our previous episodes. So uh, now we have a date for more info. We don't have a date for the season yet, but we have a date for more info, which is December 12th. So be on the lookout for those of you listening. If you're, I mean, Kenny, I think you're the only one. David, you haven't watched it, have you? Or have you? No, I haven't. Yeah, me neither. Kenny, you watched the first season, but I believe you think pretty high, like it's pretty good, right? It's a really fun reverse isekai. Mm-hmm. It's this, like if you like Miss Kobayashi and Dragon Maid, you'll like them a little more. Time. I mean, it's basically like Great Jahi, right? So, yeah. Yeah, similar. The great yeah. Jahi's reverse isekai. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. a boy, David, not a cute girl. It's a boy, not a cute girl. It's a boy. It's a cute boy. Yeah, he's a cute boy. It's a cute boy. Damn it! Mm, and he wants to work boy. at McDonald's. Okay. I thought it's called. Is it called some different? Isn't like McDonald's? McDonald's. Yeah, some stupid like made. Up. I don't know. I just always say McDonald's. Well, I feel like the one that comes out. I feel like Wick Donald's. Like they flip it upside down, like the W. I feel like that's like a common like anime trope, like to call it Wick Donald's. Well, yeah, because um, I think McDonald's actually has the copyright on the Golden Arches. Th- uh, yeah, like if you do an M like that, yeah. you're fucked. Like mm. they're like, no, 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 sir. Wait, they, wait, they they did it in uh, Coming to America. Well, they, they probably, probably just, just bought the rights. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably just paid for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure most companies. Hollywood not. movie with Eddie Murphy at the like yeah, height they, of his. They probably paid. Yeah. It. Or hell, they maybe paid for it. Maybe McDonald's maybe even done a little partnership. Was with like, them. hey, like, yeah, yeah, McDonald's yeah. like, hey, McDowell's. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, oh it's McDowell. Oh, they they changed the name. McDowell's. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, they did. There yeah. All right. So yeah, Devils a part timer. More news on December twelfth. Uh, fans of the show, hopefully you guys get more. I'm my guess is it's probably either going to be. I bet it's not going to be a winter show, but my guess is it's going to be a spring or a summer show next year. That's my guess. Probably spring. Um, probably early, uh, earlier next year instead of later. I don't think it'll be some like late like fall show next year or something. But yeah, beside the point. Next note: uh, Attack What's on Titan note? news. Um, I hate Attack on Titan. That's I know. <laughs> I I wish we could put the image up somewhere, but we really we're not gonna we're not all about that editing no, yeah. mumbo jumbo here on the podcast. You should just blank Since out. Some of you guys you might be listening. Blank out Replacing my square says Kitty hates Attack on Titan. No. But essentially, Attack on Titan released its 
final like key visual for the new uh, it's not even a new season it's the final season part two which is also a new dumb thing that anime does where instead of just like Mushoku Tensei is in season one part two right now um yeah. even though they took a break but uh we're getting season the final season part two is supposed to start in January no date release yet but my guess is early January so that's when winter starts so they'll hit us probably with a winter start date um but final season part two has released its final key visual it's a really cool image uh, Aaron on one side and sort of like a shattered glass on the on the left side of the image and in the glass is sort of like all the characters and all the people from Attack on Titan. Um, so if you've been keeping up with the anime, you know that's coming. And I know Kenny hates it, but David and David's already read it. So I think I'm the only one that still has any sort of excitement for oh, yeah, the final. True. David read yeah. it and yeah, I yeah. don't care. And so. you don't care. So I'm excited. Um, no. no, I mean, it's one of those things like obviously I've heard the negative remarks about the ending. And I know that's where we're headed. I know we're headed towards this part. But going I into attack, going into the finale part, you know, season final season part two, I'm excited. I thought final season part one was actually pretty good. I know it had its its detractors towards Mappa's animators and stuff, but and Wit Studio is the champions, so right. we'll talk about yeah. Wit. we'll talk about Wit, Wit a little bit say, more. I do want to say but. I don't hate Attack on Titan from a production standpoint. Anime looks great. Sound yeah. design is awesome. Oh, yeah. Everything, you know, the theming. I just think it's a shit story, so I don't know, you know. I, you know. Uh, everyone, I'm, I'm get in the comments. Flame Kenny for his hot take. Um, no. Get in the comments, okay? Get in the comments. I mean, All right, come on. You want to watch? You want to you watch Gundam, but it's people instead. What the fuck? Kenny is he always calls it human Gundam. Titan, it is Gundam Titan. It is human Gundam. <laughs> I I remember the day when I was on Instagram and Kadansha made a post about, oh look at these new Attack on Titan, you know, books that we're printing, and I was like, why aren't you printing Tokyo Revengers instead? And I got <laughs> oh a bunch of hate. Oh, you got people. Oh, you got roasted. I, got, I forgot about I got that. Bro, you got like, like Tokyo Revengers is garbage. It's trash. Attack on Titan is superior. And I was like, I, I'm not here for this. But <laughs> you know something I realized no, I, about Attack on Titan today, while I was actually doing research for this list of stuff we're talking about. Have you guys realized how young Isayama is? Yeah, he's like mid. Is he like mid thirties? Yeah, he's like thirty five. He's like young yeah. as fuck, dude. Like, yeah. he's been writing Attack on Titan for n oh, years. Uh, no, more. Uh, he started in '09 and it ended this year, 2021. So he wrote it for how much math? Twelve years. Twelve years. Twelve years. Twenty three. He, he started when he was like right out of. He like literally like finished college and immediately got serialized to do Titan, and has done that until this day. And what's crazy is that means he's at an age where like. Who knows what he's going to do next? Like he could totally write he, another. He could do another story. Yeah. Another long running series. He could do a short series. He could do, you know, he could do multiple short series. For all we know, he could start another series, and it could be the the biggest hit of all time. Isayama's second. I mean, okay. He's got to improve his art. He does another story. It's going to be in the Attack on Titan universe. Oh my it's gonna god! Be, I don't I, it's gonna never, be, I mean, I just think about like other. You know, I think of many generations ago. You know, like someone like uh, Akira Toriyama. You know, he finished um, college or whatever and started writing a serialization with Shueisha, which was Dr. Slump. And his first series was fine. It was pretty popular. I feel like Dr. Slump has a pretty large following. It was pretty popular in the magazine. But then, obviously, his second series, 
his second series. What was it? You know? What was it, Jerry? Oh, it's what a little series it? called Dragon Ball Z, you know? So that's oh, a series Yoshi that really... Tagashi too. Or yeah, like Tagashi. I mean, he's Tagashi's got... insane, too. Yu Yu Hakusho's a he? massive series, but so is Hunter Hunter, his second series, yeah. right? Like, Was Yu Yu his very first one? No, he actually had a serialization yeah. right before that called Level E. Level E, um, yeah. Which lasted for... Ooh. It was a shorter serialization. I think he got canned. Um, yeah. But it actually is, there's actually an anime adaptation of Level E, which is kind of weird. It was made like moderately recently, like in the last five or so years, maybe five or six years, maybe mm. a little longer ago, maybe like ten years. But um, yeah, Tagashi's pretty wild. He's actually yeah, and uh, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Isayama's going to show us that like he's you know Titan was his playing ground, and now he gets to start a new sh- series that's like a whole new. I mean, Sui Ishida is kind of the same way. He did Tokyo Ghoul for the last ten or so years, and. Now he started Chojin X, and you know, no, I don't. You mean you mean Tokyo Ghoul Riri? Riri, Riri, uh, the most Riri, Riri, Riri all the reasons. Chojin um, X is basically Tokyo Ghoul Riri. Riri. Well, so Ishida's writing Chojin X, and I mean, that, he's also kind of in the same age range as Isayama. They're kind of in the same like cohort of mangaka, mm-hmm. is what I would consider them. Um, yeah. They kind of came in at the same time, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what Chojin X. I haven't read Chojin X yet, but. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a bigger hit than Tokyo Ghoul. Probably not. I don't think. But um, it's. I've been reading it every week since it's come out, and as an irregular release schedule. Yeah. It's just whatever oh, he. Another manga. Sorry, you can finish your thought, David. I like had it. No, it's not. Email. It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say that it's. It's like. <laughs> I was just going to say that Children X is kind of like. It's not. It's not important actually. No, I let me just cut you off. Let me cut you off. Okay. Go. It's not important. It's not important. No, no. It's just just like a very basic story. Nothing really that interesting about it. The art is probably the best thing about it, but I think that's the best thing about Sui Ishida's stories in general. It's just like the art's real good. So they should pair up, actually. Let let Ishida... Whoa, kitty, 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 kitty. You're you're acting crazy, dog. But I think the story is shit, so actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Both of their... I haven't read Tokyo Ghoul, so I can't really shit on Tokyo Ghoul yet. But um, yeah. I feel like both of their story writing is like pretty yeah, similar. I'd say it's pretty yeah. similar. Art is yeah. also poor, so I don't know what to say. Like, I don't think yeah. I don't think that Ishida is that great of an artist. I think he's better than Isayama for sure. But he's yeah. not like you know he's not like Yusuke Murata. He's not like Takeshi Obata. Like the, you know those are like mangakas that it really throw down when they draw. But oh, yeah. just gonna say uh, Yusuke or Matsui. Ichiro Oda. Uh, Yusei Matsui, his very first series was a pretty long-running uh, serialization called Majin Tantai no Gumi Nuro. Um, right. That was a really pretty pop, moderately popular, is what I would say, right, Ken? And then it was, yeah, um, it was in the game. So, but his second series, Assassination Classroom, is I arguably a massive, a much more massive hit. Um, I love the Assassination Classroom. Yeah, As Class is definitely like his big thing, and I, I mean, I hate to say it, but his third series now. He's now in his third series. He already has two series that had like over twenty volumes, um, and now he's on his third series. And I already think this one's going to be pretty massive, in my opinion, because it's really it it's doing really well in Japan. It's not doing super well, in, to my understanding, to a lot of U.S. or American speakers, but in yeah. Japan, it's doing quite well. It's a historical fiction series, um, elusive samurai. So right. I'm it's not about sure. Japanese history. We'll see I how far it there goes. was like a. I mean, imagine if there was like a you know a right. George Washington anime. Like, I'd yeah. probably be into that. Probably be pretty sweet. Um, now nah, he owned, he owns slaves. Fuck him. Yeah, wait. Yeah, <laughs> fuck George. Washington. No, I mean there is an anime about uh, or there's a manga about freaking. I read a little bit of it. It's by the guy who made uh, Prison School, and he wrote a manga about an American folklore hero. 
He's a black guy that plays uh, plays guitar really well. It's called the the Devil Folk Blues or something like that. This is real. This is real, guys. This is real. The guy who made Prison School, he made a manga about um about. Wait, is it called Devil Folk Blues? Is that something what it's like? Really it's called something like that. The Devil, the Devil, something blues. The Devil makes third. No. Look up Prison School and then find the author and then look at his uh, previous work. It's called like the Devil Something Blues. You're telling um, me that. It, I've read a couple but, chapters of it. It's pretty impressive, and it's cool because it's about like an American folk story. You know, it's about like yeah. it's about like a guy who oh. I guess in the old mm. South he like sold his soul to the devil to become a good guitar player, and uh, that's like the concept. And it's honestly, it's really cool. It's pretty impressive. It's weird that it's Akira Hiramoto that did it because you know he wrote Prison School and Raw Hero. And yeah. he also wrote like this other story about like this guy who like drives a truck or something. He's really a weird author to have done that. But uh, uh, wait, I've never heard of this. But I want to read this so bad now. Yeah, there is an English printing of this series that happened a long time ago. But the volumes are worth very, pretty expensive, a hundred something dollars yeah. each or something. Um, Dorey, yeah. I've wanted to buy them, but uh, they're pretty expensive. But I've read a little bit of it online. Uh, I think I read like the first volume or so. It's pretty cool. It's got a pretty cool concept, and the art's really actually. I mean, Akira Hiromoto is a great artist. We know that from yeah. Prison School. He's a he's a good art. He's a good artist. He sure can I mean, draw. He is a good artist. Okay, yes. wait, but he is a good no. Artist. I mean, he like, is, but like he's he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, but he is uh, a good artist. cultured artist. He's, he's very cultured. Cool. He's very cultured. Uh, but yes. Oh my gosh, we got on a. So this was about AOT. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, AOT. <laughs> the last season comes out in January. Um, okay. Excited. The next thing. Next thing. So now let's talk about a news story. This is not really like a news announcement, but this is something that's been circulating around like a bunch of different anime news sites because there's a lady in Japan. Here's how the story goes. Lady in Japan, for the last two years, she has been selling cakes. She makes cakes. Okay. And I guess about two years ago, right, as Demon Slayer kind of started to blow up, she, um, started sort of offering to her customers customized demon slayer cakes that she would make Mm -hmm. and she wouldn't like hand draw them exact to my understanding she was doing some sort of like weird screen printing then she would essentially like trace over the images with the cake stuff it seemed very confusing but essentially she was just ripping the images right out of the anime and putting them onto cakes okay of course and she had been doing that for about two years and she made like something like uh the gross income was like close to sixty thousand dollars off selling these cakes like um but over a two-year period, I don't think that's like she wasn't making like buku bucks or something. But right. she made, I mean, about sixty k over two years. That's not a terrible amount of money to have been making, um, right. uh, depending on what you're doing in the world. You know, she lived in Japan. I'm not sure, but you know, in the U.S., thirty k a year, it would be a pretty tough amount to live off of. But you could squeak by. You'd be living in poverty. But if this was just her side hustle, she made sixty k on a side hustle and had another job on the side or something. Um, that's kind of a lot of money. But I guess. And this is, I think, where a lot of people are interested in this. Uh, the company bought, that owns Demon Slayer's, like, distribution rights, they, like, found out and, like, shut her down. Like, and are trying to take her to jail or, like, court or some shit. And I was like, dog, what? I was like, she just, like, give, you know, slap a fine on her and move on. Like, you know, you don't have to, like, try to put her in the... It, like, she was just putting Demon Slayer images on a cake, dog. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, she's, she's like, making those from scratch, too, so it's not like... Yeah, it's like she's still baking like, the cakes, fuck. She's still making the cake. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be like you making, like, Pikachu cakes and, like, being fine or arrested for it. Like, right. That doesn't... That seems a little harsh. I was about to say, I feel, don't people make cakes all the time with, like... 
Yeah, I don't know, like pieces like that. I don't know. I think it has to do with something about, and I didn't get. I read like a little bit of the story. I think it had something to do with the process she was using. Like she wasn't, you know, it's like it's one thing to like look at an image of Demon Slayer, draw it by hand yourself onto the cake, but I think she was using some sort of process that was essentially taking the images, like you know, dot for dot, and printing them onto the cakes, Um, essentially making them look like licensed products um, when they weren't, but. And I think that's maybe why they're a little more like concerned with her. I don't know, but again, I still think it's it's should be more like to me. This is like send a cease and desist letter and move on. Like I don't yeah. know, you know what I no, mean? I like agree. you don't have to pursue some lady that made sixty k off your off Demon Slayer cakes. You know, Damn, I, she was she was selling these cakes for a hundred thirteen, a hundred thirty dollars. Oh yeah, they were expensive cakes, dog. I'm not saying she. I mean, the cakes lady. Are expensive. I mean, I yeah, heard. but like, I'm the materials and time. I mean, it makes sense. Dude, I, could, I could go to Walmart and get me like a, oh, like a ten dollar cake, and it'll be just. I as mean, good. Just, like, did I don't you know see the cakes? They look nice. They're good looking cakes. I mean, they look nice, but like, they look. I, I would want to better than a Walmart people, cake. You know, like, better I, than a Walmart cake, right? Better, better yeah, than a Walmart cake. Better, I mean, custom cakes. Custom cakes are definitely like an expensive like a thing. Yeah. Go try to buy a bridal cake, David, and tell me how much you have to spend on it. It's hundreds of dollars for cakes like They'll that. They'll be doing for... that too soon, though. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> David's not a married man. Um, maybe one day. Maybe we'll one see. day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But, uh, no, yeah, so well, I don't know, that, that's guys. That's for her. That's it just feels her. pretty harsh to me, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to ask, you know, people in the comments, if you made it this far, uh, I would like to hear your guys' opinion. Do you think that some of these... Uh, strict rules. There's been a couple other instances in the last year that I've seen, specifically with my favorite company, Funko, who have been sending out cease and desist letters to people who are making custom Funko Pops. And I thought that was really harsh, too. Um, but I don't know. Maybe... I, I don't know. Are they just that, like, scared of their IP being stolen? I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just, know. like, that, that money-hungry because they're like, oh, you're making this custom pop? Let's find you and then make it ourselves. Yeah, that's fucked. I don't know. Does that happen? Does that happen where they like see customers? There are a they, lot. Yo, there are like, a lot. Steal, they'll steal the idea. I've heard a yes, dude. I've heard I've heard that I mean there's Alec Alec you know, it's like a guy will make a custom pop and then, you know, a year later magically Funko will also make the same idea. There's no way to like really prove that they stole it from them, but I know there was one instance kind of recently where there's this customizer in the UK and he had made these like line of like galaxy print um Galactus pops that he did. Um, and like a year later, Funko came out with a galaxy print Galactus and it was like a big rare exclusive. And the guy was like, okay, wait, Funko definitely knew mine existed. Um, they interacted with me about it. And like, this is more than enough time for them to have produced this based off my design. And it literally looks just like mine. So he was like, uh, okay. Yeah, this is kind of fucked. But then, you know, a lot of people came to defend Funko on that. They were like, well, it's Funko's IP. It's your fault, you know? And so I thought that was interesting. People were like kind of defending Funko's decision to take that because it's like, they were like, you know, but right, they're like we can. It's our stuff. Yeah, that essentially they were like, you were painting on our figures. You know, it's our figure. It's our IP. We own the Galactus IP, not you. Um, but it's it's a lot. So I, yeah, I feel bad for the lady doing the like cakes, that. though. I just think for the cakes, like yeah. you're one lady. I don't know. But, no, I do too. So yeah, it's, it's, that's harsh. That's let her keep her money. On yeah. the flip side, another wonderful news story that I found while we're doing some research. Did you guys hear about this middle school in Corpus Christi, Texas, that sent a letter out to their parents saying, essentially warning them about the influence of anime on middle schoolers? Okay, I got to find, 
I, I got to find the exact letter. No, I, I have to read it no. to you guys. Um, I was thinking anime no was going to be devil way. worship at first, but now I'm thinking I know what's. No, they just warned that. Uh, okay, let me see. Okay, yeah, here we go. Texas middle school principal. Let me read. Let me see if I can find the letter. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. So Toloso Midway Middle School. Okay, this is in Corpus Christi, Texas. This is the email they sent out on November 11th, so just the other day. They said, "Dear TMMS family, it has come to our attention that some students." are being influenced by anime, a genre of graphic animation available to anyone on social media. Please be aware of what your child may be watching on their devices while online. At TMMS, we promote health and safety. We strive to surround our students around positive experiences that promote good decision-making, respectfully, the the principal. Um, Wow. What the fuck? Guys, what the fuck is that? We we promote health and safety. This reminds me, actually, of that conversation I had with that lady at the bar at Medessa. No, oh, that's true. Yeah, she, yeah. She was like, "Is she was like, is anime like it's just porn, right? Like it's just <laughs> pornography." And I was like, mm, "No, it's not. I mean, like, you know. like oh there's hentai that exists, but like it's there not is, just... yeah. It's like it's like that's like me like, saying like wrong, like oh movies. You you've watched movie that's just porn, right? That's movies just porn, are just right? pornography, right? No, like, I mean there are the porn fuck? movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly." Oh my god! I guess yeah. I, they probably feel the same way. They feel like anime is inherently sexual, like I, that. I don't know. I just felt like that line in there. She says, "What graphic?" She said, "A Health genre safety, of yeah. graphic animation." Right? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Um, when the there's like literally can get on social media, there's like yeah, the, yeah, that anyone can get on social isn't isn't <laughs> all animation? Is, wait, isn't all animation graphic? No, <laughs> hey. no. Not, she not means like graphic that, is in like. I think in the context, like, she means graphic, like, uh, like, like, yeah, like adult animation. Like, like inappropriate. It's, it's an adult, right. yeah. It's the way Jerry would describe the Jujutsu Kaisen adult film. <laughs> yeah, I think, the Juj- I think the adult JJK, I think it's going to be graphic, boys. Uh, yeah. But Wait, maybe that's what she, maybe that's what this principal was talking about. Like, she saw that, that article online, and she was like, wait, I have to... I had to get in front. She of our saw. You're kids. right. She saw the JJK. Sure she they was don't like, see oh, no, that. because the JJK is live action, David. That's not anime. It couldn't have been that. That's true. That's. Oh, I wonder if maybe there were kids watching TikToks or something. You know, anime TikTok is pretty yeah. pro- prevalent, and it makes yeah. me wonder if that's kind of just. Oh, I know. I live on it. Yeah, there's a lot of anime TikTok content, and they're pre- it's pretty big. So I wonder if that's part of this, and. Um, I don't know. I just wonder if it's a mix of things. People discovering people just unaware. I mean, it just blows my mind that in 2021, a middle school principal is like so disconnected from something that's as massive as anime that she's like this genre of graphic animation. You know, like what the fuck? Like she she had a. I gotta warn the parents on this one. Uh, <laughs> like it just seems wild to me. But I don't know, guys. Wait, she did. Did someone post this on Facebook? Did she post this on Facebook or No, I think the letter got shared out yeah. to the news and the news just started uh, reporting on it, yeah. Which I mean, if well, I'm being honest, she kinda said as very little where I'm like, uh Yeah, she wasn't being crazy about it, I guess, but mm-hmm. Yeah. I find it funny the news the news article I just found has like a really generic looking like anime couple. Um, like stock photo on it, like oh my God. Texas middle school principal says students being influenced by anime, and then like image of this like stock photos of anime. I don't know what the what the fight. I don't know. It's just funny because we're we're obviously obviously this podcast is based in Texas, so it's always interesting to think of how Texas is perceiving anime or the things that we talk about uh, on this podcast. I blame, 
I blame the story years and years ago of people like making IRL uh, death notes. Oh my! And God. writing yeah. writing their names in it. That, that is that's something. like that is that's. Something. <laughs> when people think of anime, they think of oh. I feel yeah, like I knew like, people with with death notes in middle school. I'm like trying. I like I feel like I knew at least oh, one wait. person who oh, probably yeah, had wait. probably had a death note. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise Scorpion? me if there were some people. Scorpion? Scorpion? Did Scorpion have a death note, David? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got it. I got to tell. Is, just brief. Okay. okay. For those of you listening, listen. David and I in high school, and Kenny for one year, um, there was a guy that we went to high school with. And no disrespect to him, we're not going to give you his real name. But yeah. for some reason, he would come to school. This is real. This is a real story, everyone. Let's see. He would come to school dressed up as the character Scorpion from yeah. Mortal Kombat. And this was not something like he one time did or like it's Halloween, so everyone's dressed. No, no. he would frequently like a- come to school dressed as the character Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. This is real. And there was another guy in our class who definitely gave him a little bit of shit, and I'll never forget this. He flicked water in his face. He said, he said Sub-Zero, bitch. <laughs> That's so fucked up. And I lost my shit. We don't condone bullying. We don't condone. Don't condone no, no, no. <laughs> but well, we don't condone I mean, that Scorpion at all. Scorpion was kind of. We don't. But what the fuck? Like, I get yeah. it that there's like, there's like a line between like enjoying something and like understanding <laughs> like social norms. Like, I just I don't know why that line has to be crossed more frequently than it should. Like, like that. Sure, I just... I, sometimes, I don't like, high school's to... hard. You just have to be like Scorpion. Like, get over here. You okay, gotta... that would be fine. Okay, maybe he comes to school just Scorpion a couple times. Fine. It's his It's his life. No, he can yeah, do whatever he it wants. Was it, was it was too often. It was weirder. Much too often. It was weirder what they did, which is they would constantly and frequently, him and his buddy, they would draw Sonic the Hedgehog pornography. Oh, and that adds that... a layer. That adds a layer to all of this. That adds a layer. That, that adds a layer. It makes us go, okay, like we have to question now i'm worried that maybe the principal at this middle school in texas she was right anime is it's well, ruining well, the youth i gotta i gotta, I gotta say it's I mean, ruining the youth it, this man was not like he wasn't like like secretly drawing it this was like on his desk oh shit. they showed people i remember they yeah. showed me yeah, i'm closing your door they showed oh, okay. me oh <laughs> they showed me some of their drawings at one point um, and I'll never, I'm, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, there's yeah. just a line that you just, there's just a line. I don't know what else. Anime's ruining the like. kids. I know how it is. It's just a line, Jerry. Yeah. And it anime was crossed the kids. a bit. You know, anime is ruining the kids. Anime ruining is ruining. All right, what's what's next year? We we have we have twenty. There's so many more things to talk about. Okay, we've only got the briefly. Like five. Briefly, let's talk about these two things. Well, I'll just I'll cram this in with another one that's later on the list. Actually, um, Netflix live action anime. Okay. Yep. Three significant things happened in the last couple weeks about live action anime. One is that this week is the official release of the Cowboy Bebop. Much you know much anticipated Cowboy Bebop live action series. Early reviews are in. Supposedly the show's pretty shit. Two. (laughs) Two. Yeah, I know. As of this release, when when people are listening to this, the show should be available on Netflix as of this episode coming out. So you you should be listening to this, and you can go and watch Cowboy Bebop live action and let us know how you feel about it. At this point in time, though, none of us have seen it. Next time we get together, we'll probably talk about it more because we'll have seen it. But early reviews came out uh, before we record, uh, well, as of now. I've read a couple of them, 
it seems a lot of people are using the word soulless, um, you know, a pale comparison, you know, just not not lives up to the story or the experience of the of the anime. Um, it feels like it's it's only Cowboy Bebop in look. That's some some things that I was reading that pretty much everything else falls shoot short. The action doesn't live up, blah, 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 blah. Man, the trailers look so good, though. I know. I know. Oh, no. It's almost like it seems like just based off the reviews that they nailed the style of it, but the substance wasn't there. And that seems to be what what fell short, which means it might be for some of us that are fans of the series. It might be fun to watch, at least, because, you yeah. know, we already know the substance part. So we're kind of just in it for the style part. So we might kind of enjoy it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, yeah. but on a flip side, the live action cast of One Piece was announced. Oh, sheesh. Have you looked at it, Ken? I've seen some of them, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, the, are, is it, wait, is it all the, com- the Straw Hats? They announced the initial five Straw Hats, the actors that would be portraying them. Aren't people complaining online about Nami's casting? No, okay. They're, okay, I'll tell you They're the like, initial They're like, where's complaints. the chest casting, okay? We right. need giant titties in these shows. The girl cast as Nami doesn't have massive boobs. The guy cast as Usopp is black, which I think a lot of people disagree with. They didn't want him to be black. And then the guy cast as Sanji is, other than the fact that he's a blonde guy, doesn't look build or shape-wise a lot like Sanji. So I think a lot of people had some hesitations about him as well, especially because in his cast reveal photo, he's, like, bald for some reason. Like, he just... And that's not for some reason. The actor just generally has his hair shaved. Um, But he's a blonde guy. He's got blonde hair. Uh, it's just generally keeps it really short. Well, obviously Sanji's known for having, uh, you know, one, you know, long hair that covers his, uh, yeah, you know. So I think a lot of people were kind of taken aback by those three casting choices. I think the Nami boobs thing is like a joke. I think, I but hope like, because so. everybody seems pretty happy with Emily Rudd being cast as Nami, um, because she is a genuine. There's like some legitimate proof that she is a longtime One Piece fan. And it's mm-hmm. mainly because her social media is, if you scroll back far enough on all of them, she's been talking about One Piece on her socials for years. And this is when, you know, long before she ever knew she was even in the running or even before the One Piece live action had been announced. So this isn't like some weird, you know, like, what's it called? Like guerrilla marketing campaign to make us love her. But it's like legit. She like legitimately was a One Piece fan before the before she got cast. So that's pretty cool. The Zoro um, casting is pretty spot on. Really good. I like him. Yeah, Makinyu. Yeah, I think he's going to be yeah. dope. Um, and he's also known for being... In, he's been in like a lot of in, live-action anime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah. Well, and he's also cast to play Seiya in the upcoming Saint Seiya movie as well. But, what? Um, but that's all in Japan. He speaks... He, I, I guess he's, he speaks both languages, but his yeah. predominant... Or not predominant. What do you call it? His pr- primary? No. His primary um, language? What do you call that? Your His like... The language he speaks mostly is native, Japanese. Native language. His no, native, 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 language. native might be right. He's a Japanese person. He was born and raised yeah. in Japan and speaks Japanese. But mm-hmm. uh, he also speaks English. And that's another interesting part about this casting is that a lot of the actors, well, three of the five are non-American. Um, so not mm-hmm. from the U.S. So only Usopp and Nami are American actors. The other three are all non-American. So the guy who plays Luffy... He's predominantly known in Spanish-speaking countries um, and has actually been on a couple other Spanish Netflix shows prior to this mm-hmm. um, as well. And the girl who plays Nami, she's also been on some Netflix stuff as well, Prim- primarily the uh, – y'all remember that Fear Street like movie or something? It was like three-part movie. It had Sadie Sink in it. Mm. <laughs> y'all are both like, no. 
No, <laughs> no I don't know. No. Fear Street, I think, has some sort of relation maybe to the Goosebumps franchise. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up, but maybe it's by the same guy originally. Oh, yeah, uh, R.L. Stein made those. Fear Street's also... Okay, so yeah, there was a yeah. three-part movie trilogy that came out last year, I believe, called Fear Street. Emily Rudd, the actress playing Nami, played a role in two of those three movies, I believe. So not a huge mm-hmm. role, I don't think, but um, pretty quite a few lines from her character. So if you want to see some of her acting, that's one place you can check her out. And then, yeah, Anaki Godroy, I think is his name. He's been in a Netflix show. It's called... I'll have to look it up, but he was in a Netflix show uh, pretty recently, and then Taz Skyler, the guy playing Sanji, he's pretty much known, he's been in a couple bit parts in movies, um, but mostly known in the UK because he wrote and directed a stage play recently that won, or was nominated for some big awards, so he seems like, at least acting-wise, the three of them have a pretty good rap sheet of acting, and McKinney, obviously, who's known for uh, being in Roni Kinchin, he also played Okuyasu in the live-action JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, oh. Yeah, another yeah. weird part. But the main actor that I, I couldn't find a ton about is Usopp. And Usopp's actor, he's done a lot of, or a couple bit roles. I don't even want to use the word a lot. He's done a very, very few bit roles, including a character on, like, an Oprah original show. Not Oprah. Uh, what's Oprah's network called? Own. 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 Yeah. There's, there's, like, a show Own. on yeah. Oprah's network that he played, like, a small role on. Um, and that was like the main acting experience I could find from him that I was able to watch a little bit of. I think all of them seem pretty good as yeah. actors. Uh, and I think the look of them should mostly fit. Um, I think the big thing people are worried about is the the rest of the live action One Piece. Well, yeah. The directing, the scripting, the special effects. Yeah, the, everything yeah. else that like, <laughs> at the end of the day matters most. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think from this initial casting, this looks really... Good. I didn't expect it to be, and they're not even like in full in like makeup or costume. Yeah, and like just even without that, it, it still looks like a pretty accurate casting. Yeah, and stop being black. I mean, I'm for it. Fuck yeah. I kind of like that they like diversified the casting. Yeah, they seem yeah. to match the. Uh, you know, Oda did that thing in the SBS where he was asked like, "Hey, if ever, if the Straw Hats were in real life, what would their real life countries of origin be?" And yeah. they actually the the casting directors matched that um, for the most part. Um, in that, like Luffy would be from a Spanish speaking, like uh, he said. I think he said Brazil was what Oda said. Um, I think the actor isn't from Brazil, but has some similar origins. Um, and then I think Sanji was supposed to be French, which I think the actor is like British, but close enough, I guess. Right, um, European. Yeah, you yeah. know, Zoro Japanese, yeah. and then they actually got a Japanese guy. Um, I think that. Nami was supposed to be like fucking Polish or some shit, like white. Yeah. White essentially is what Oda yeah, was saying. Also, Europe, yeah, but um, like Northern European. Yeah, you know, like Switzerland or some shit. Um, and yeah. then he said, kind of looks know, like Pippi Longstocking. I mean, and he said for Af- or for Usopp, it would be Africa would be his country. Which again, I think that's pretty interesting because um, a lot of people try to is, defend is, it. Isn't Africa a continent? Yep, I didn't. I didn't mean country. I meant like just where. No, I think you're right. No. I think you're actually right because I think that people were confused about that because he gave countries for all of the other straw hats and but, then gave but Oda wrote and then Africa Oda just in. wrote Africa for Usopp's yeah, <laughs> which which has caused a lot of it's like Africa. It's caused a lot of contempt because some people are like, well, Usopp's still white because he's Northern African. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I feel I'm like when I feel like when Oda said Africa, he he probably knew what he was trying to say, you know, right. Um, <laughs> 
I feel like that was a pretty obvious one there, guys. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so that's One Piece live action news. So cast, everyone listening should go check out the cast if you're interested. I think that it's mm. probably, obviously, with the Cowboy Bebop one too, you know, the cast seemed good. It's yeah. everything. It's everything else that's going to matter with this live action adaptation. Like, for there's a lot more that we have to wait and see. We do know the guy writing the script is a big One Piece fan. He's done a live stream before with a bunch of One Piece YouTubers. You can look it up. Good, good. He's a really. He seems really knowledgeable about the universe. Additionally, the guy who's producing the show, like the head creative director, he has read the entire manga. Um, mm. and he actually cataloged on his Instagram, like as he was reading it. Um, like some little notes because he he read it after getting the job, if that makes sense. Like he did, yeah, it was not like he had read it before, but he sat and read the manga for after he got the job, which is pretty interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of people behind the series and Oda is directly involved in everything, to my understanding, at least to some small Good. degree. Uh, Oda Good. has been, um, it, you know, it's continually reminded and Oda even wrote a little note about the the announcement and he drew customized T-shirts for yeah. the actors to wear in the announcement videos, which I thought was super wow. cool that Oda drew them customized t-shirts for them to wear. So clearly Oda is excited to some degree about it as well. Do I think it's going to be good? I think the jury's still out on if this is going to end up being good, but yeah. um, See, I need to watch yeah. the actual show because if Cowboy Bebop is any proof, like even with a good trailer, the show could still be bad. I need to see right. like the actual show to make that judgment. Right. It's like, I think that maybe what's happened with Bebop from the earlier views is that it leaned way too much into the stylization of it, which it looks pretty. So if you're just seeing pictures, videos, it looks really nice. I think what we're going to learn is that it just falls short everywhere else. Or that's what a lot of reviewers are saying. Hopefully, mm-hmm. One Piece is able to still lean into the style part, but provide the su- substance part. That's my hope. That's fingers crossed, boys. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, fingers crossed. Third live action news. Netflix has acquired the rights to now do their third. So first Bebop, then One Piece. They now have acquired the rights to do a live-action Yu Yu Hakusho series. What do you guys think? I think they're like they're they kind of they're they're jumping the gun with all these live-action adaptations. I feel like they should like do like one, maybe two, have it be successful, and then start investing in more. Yeah, because like if Cowboy's bad and One Piece is bad. And especially if, like, if you use, there's, there's just going to be known for just screwing the pooch when it comes to like making live adaptations and also just anime live adaptations yeah. in yeah, general I mean, aren't that great. Yeah. This all so, comes in the wake of Netflix's first live action adaptation, which was pretty Note. much universally panned, which is their Death, Death Note live Death action. Note? Yeah. yeah. I heard, I think Bleach live action wasn't good either. Well, Bleach, at least Bleach, they're not, they don't catch as much flack for because it, it was made in Japan and it was produced yep. by a Japanese company. It was, it was just oh. own, uh, Netflix just owns the, the distribution rights for it. Um, oh, okay, okay. But the Death Note one, they did have a hand in the production and obviously Bebop, they've got a full, the full flush of cards in the production. So, yep. um, moving forward, you know, looking at what, you know, Death Note was already to me a critical error you know they really fucked that one up um yeah and you know so people are already hesitant going into bebop and bebop has been looking good but now the reviews are out and it's looking like it might not be i'm ready to i'm gonna binge it as soon as it comes out this weekend so that's my goal this weekend same but yeah yeah um, I mean, why, why not? It's so i don't know yu yu haka show maybe yu haka show would work better in live action i don't know i don't know it is just a lot of fights i mean i mean there i mean I feel like Yu Yu will still need a lot of special. Like One Piece will need like a shit ton of special effects. I feel yeah. Yu Yu 
And Cowboy Bebop might be like same level of special effects, like not that much. At least the early uh, parts of Yu Yu Hakusho, you could probably get away with not as much effects. And even then, yeah. if yeah. I think it would be really cool, um, and that's just because I love traditional effects. But I think if they did some of the demons, it's sort of like a uh, like Star Wars esque um, traditional yeah. effects. You know what I mean? Mm. Like lots of traditional makeup and and stuff like that to do yeah. some of the demons because most of the demons are human shaped. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Yu Hakusho, they look like humans. They've just got, you know, gnarly face things, or they've got horns, or they've got, you know, different colored right. skin. So I think doing some traditional effects could actually make that series cooler to me. Just because, like, it, I, as long as it doesn't look tacky. You know, if there's a way to yeah. avoid it looking, you know. But I think sometimes, like, in the Star Wars universe, um, traditional effects can really work. Um, yeah. But, and they look good, right? Yeah. Because so. you're just filming what, what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they do that, Yu Yu could maybe be. There's potential there. I maybe. Think. But I just think I like, unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. The unfortunate part see is how that Luffy looks stretched. Okay. The unfortunate part is that Yu Hakusho's storyline, when it's really pulled down, is really not that fantastic. It. I mean, the yeah. second and its most important arc, the one that's like the most uh, heralded, is literally just a tournament arc. So it's yeah. like you know what I mean, like. I don't know. I don't know what cool to expect. Fights, but cool fights, Jerry. Come on. Cool it is the That's the big thing. Is that It's going to have to be cool fights. They're going to have to pull off cool martial arts action and lots of super cool visual effects for that show to be yeah. fun. Um, mm. It almost is making me think of like, um, what's that freaking Karate Kid show that everybody loves? Oh, uh, Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai. You know what I mean? Like if you Hawk Show could pull off sort of that sort of vibe with the mm. right sort of storytelling, it could maybe be fun. Whatever. Live action, anime. Tell us in the comments what do you, you know how y'all vibing on live action anime. Yeah. Have they okay. dropped anything regarding a release date for One Piece? <sighs> no, no release date yet. Mm, My guess okay. is I mean they just announced the actors. I know the scripts have been mostly finished. I don't even think they'll film until mid to late next year. That's mm. my guess. Um but so I don't think we're going to see it. I don't even think we'll see a trailer until 2023. That's my guess for mm. live action One Piece. Um, and then maybe we get it by the end of 2023. Maybe it comes out early 2024. That's my guess. Because, wow. um, like I said, scripts are finished. Production is starting. The actors have been announced. Um, they really just have to start the filming process, which I think, unless they start the filming like early next year, which if that happens, maybe we could get it sooner. But, you know, like usually, for a, next year. usually for a full season after, after filming wraps, it takes about a year of post-production for the show to come out. Um, yeah. So, we'll see. Okay. Uh, wait. Speaking of live action, have y'all heard about the Rohan Dust Book Rohan Kishibe live action? No. no. J- Japanese, oh. I assume. Yeah, Japanese, not Netflix. Um, I'm trying hmm. to see if it's going to be watchable for U.S. audiences, but I don't think so. Is it out yet, uh, or is it coming out? Uh, it's airing December 27th through 29th, three consecutive nights. For the three episodes, it looks like they're live ad- live action adaptations of the episodes that were animated on Netflix. Yeah, hmm. I mean that's that's the story. So yeah, is that all of the book? No, I think there's a little bit more to adapt. Oh. Um, Araki does them like infrequently, uh, the manga versions, and he just kind of does them when he feels like it. But um, I think there's still some that was left on the table. But we'll see. Yeah, well, that's cool. I, mean, I didn't the, know about that, the, David. The, pic- the pictures look dope. Like, the casting for Rohan, it looks really Is it good. the same actor that played him in the live-action Diamond is Unbreakable? 
Um, oh, maybe. I don't know. I didn't watch the live action of Diamond is a Break. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, that would be interesting if it is, because I think that was pretty well received, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. okay. Huh. Okay. Whew. We still have a lot to talk about. We're going to start blazing. Well, yeah, Yo- some of these are just like announcements. Yomi no Sugai. The first new manga to be written and drawn by Hiromu Arakawa uh, in a while. This is the author of Full Metal Alchemist. She has been drawing the heroic legend of Arslan since Full Metal, um, but does not write that series, and is now coming back to write a new series called Yomi no Sugai. Uh, the serialization has been announced. Uh, I don't think we'll get a first chapter for a bit now. I'm not sure when it starts. but uh, December 10th. Hype or no hype? MMA was big. I'm high. I mean, so it's looks like it's going to be in the magazine issue of Square Enix's monthly Shonen Gangan. Yeah, that's on, I'm, on I'm pretty the, sure the sem- FMA ran the sem- in that. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be released on December 10th. Cool. So, with about a month from now. So, the cover looks exciting. It looks interesting, I guess. I mean, it's not really exciting. Yeah, they, but- did they release like a. I don't think there's even like a synopsis out yet of what it's going to be about. So, uh, it it did. The oh, manga okay. centers on Yuru, a boy who lives in a remote mountain village, spending his time hunting birds and being one with nature. But one day, younger twin sister is called to serve in the jail at the heart of the village. Hmm. Yuru slowly unravels the unnatural mystery hidden beneath his quiet village. Huh. Wow. So sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So not really much to walk of, but I mean, I'll, read I'll read it. it. Yeah. Yeah, we got to check it out. Whatever, it comes check out. it out. Check it, check it out. Wait, how, wait, how will I read it, it though? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. Yo ho ho! He took a bite of gum gum. Yeah yo yeah yo. Okay. Raymond, don't give it up, Luffy. Stone Ocean. Ready to go? It's got a date, and they're not doing the whole show at once. We're only getting the first twelve episodes, and that's mm-hmm. on December first. So. How do we feel huh? about that decision? Jolene. 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 So Jolene. do we know how, is there anything about, oh, because Netflix owns the distribution rights for this. So it's yes. like, yeah. there isn't any like weekly airing in Japan. There, oh, I did read that a company has worked with Netflix is going to start airing the 12 episodes weekly starting in like mid January, but it doesn't, you know, yeah. it doesn't really like correspond with. And, you know, the worldwide release is happening for the first 12 episodes um, on Netflix on December 1st. So the entire mm-hmm. world is going to get it simultaneously on December 1st, which is unique to say the so, least. So my frustration with like releasing 12 episodes at first, because they've done this with Eden Zero and um, what was the other one that we watched? That? Shaman King. Oh, uh, uh, Shaman, Shaman King. King. How they released the first twelve-ish episodes, and then we have like no news about when the next are going to be. Oh, there is released. news actually. It's coming out um, December 9th, I think, for the next batch. Oh, dope! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, oh. still, it, it took a while. I think you do kind of forget about it, right? No. Yeah, I mean, it's been what yeah. two months now or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Which I guess like two months, about twelve episodes. Yeah. So that, I mean. I'll take it any way I can get it. So, because this is this is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six, JoJo, I mean, featuring Jolene Cujo. Yeah. December ninth so, is when it comes out, boys, for Shaman King. For Vol- both, Volume Two of Shaman King. I'm not sure when Eden Zero comes oh. out. I don't know if they've announced that, but Volume mm. Two of Shaman King. So, twelve more episodes will come out December 9th. 
Well, that's kind but, of exciting. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. But it's a little later than so people. You know, people are trying to use so the release of the Blu-ray Volume One of Shaman King. They were trying to use that as like a tracking to say like, okay, how long after that came out did the first batch come out? So they were they were thinking that these second batch would come out a little bit earlier, but this is a little later. So it's now coming out like three or so weeks after or something. Um, it's kind of okay. weird. I don't. I mean, I'm not sure what Netflix is like timeline is on this or like why they're doing it this way you know instead of just doing it week i mean obviously we've been getting comey and blue period weekly yeah, it's like they can I do want it to be consistent i guess yeah. i just want like the release to be consistent yeah. but i mean it's jojo so i'll take whatever they decide to do i'll be happy because it's jojo how many episodes but... you guys think this one's gonna be total mm-hmm. i i think part six, i think part six is like the same length as part four which, like, what was part four? Forty so, episodes? Uh, no, I think it was like thirty-two or thirty-three. Oh. Uh, I'm looking it up. Thirty. Oh, you're right, Jerry. Thirty-nine episodes. Okay, so I think it'll right. be about. I think it'll be about forty-ish episodes. Yeah. I wonder if they'll maybe do it in like three batches then. So you know what I mean? Like what? Maybe it'll take Probably like three so, drops yeah. of twelve to fourteen episodes each drop or something. Twelve. Yeah. So. yeah. That's probably what maybe. it'll be. Uh, how long? If you guys had to, get, I mean, obviously we're getting the first batch December first. Do you think they'll stick to that, and it'll be like, you know, like March first, we'll get the next batch. So that way, if like technically, if you were to watch an episode every week between December first and March first, the next, you know, what I mean, may, I wonder if they'll do that. I don't know. I could see. I, it. I mean, that would make the Maybe, most sense. I think they may push it though. Which yeah, like stuck. later than March before we get another batch, Ken. Yeah. I could really? see it. I could see it. Yeah. I mean, they don't have any. It, it's, they don't have to run on our time. You know, they can do whatever they want. That's yeah. true. So, I could see them doing later, but I also just hope they just do it. I hope they make it to where essentially, if you were to wa- if you were to watch an episode weekly, you would get the next. You know what I mean? I hope that March first we right. get batch number. The next two. episode will come. Yeah. 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 So that way, if you if you were if you were deciding like, okay, December first, I'm just gonna watch one episode, and then every week I'm gonna just pace myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which some crazy people might do. Um, I'm well, probably just. Gonna, I'm just going to. They're not dubbing. They're not dubbing it either. They're, they're only going to have Japanese subs. Really? Couldn't tell you. Is that what they're saying, David? Or I mean, that's just what Wikipedia has. They don't have like an English cast, which is interesting. Oh yeah, but so also maybe, Netflix could, you know, just I guess go back and do it later. They could dub it later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch sub regardless, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I've only yeah. watched sub for JoJo's, so I don't think that I would do that. So I would watch yeah. the dub. But Stone Ocean, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we're excited. I'm really stoked I, on that. I, I can't wait. I love part six so good. David's over here. I probably read uh-huh. I probably read like a third of it and then I had to stop myself. Because the wait, announcement Kenny, came have out. Have you read ahead? So. No. Have you read JoJo's. more? You just watched JoJo's no. anime, right? I just watched the anime. I know the yeah. most of JoJo's. Kenny David's the J so. David started this podcast two you know, a year and a half ago. Had to have never seen JoJo's. JoJo's. Now he's the JoJo's king. That's wild. That's I mean, wild. I just don't like yeah. to read ahead. I just like to watch the anime. Honestly, I can't believe so. it's that time of year again. I can't believe we already went through our one year. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We blasted yeah, right through it. Yeah, we just blasted right through. We had a good one year anniversary. Um, okay. Yeah. This shit's crazy, guys. Have you guys heard about this AOT politics video? No. So attack on Titan. Oh my god. Okay, so what, check it what out. What are you about to show us, Jerry? I you guys will have to look it up, and those of you listening should look it up as well. 
But essentially, there's this video circulating, and it's like someone like you know superimposed like people's faces onto Titans oh, for like an Attack yeah, on yeah, Titan yeah. video. Oh, I have seen that. And it's I like like AOC, like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, like one of them. <laughs> like the they like put Levi as like one of the Republican senators. Like all the shit, yep. guys. And it's getting like rotation on like Republican talk shows. Like people are like talk. They're like this AOT business is not representative of our. You know, like <laughs> these are yeah. demons that we. You know, I'm just like, what the fuck, dog? Like, oh my god, all the responses Wait. have just been so funny, um, so ridiculous. Trevor Noah talked about it recently on his show. Um, I watched Hassan Piker talk about it as well he's a internet commentator yeah. but there's been some republican commentators that have talked about i just don't know where we're at right now like the world is just crazy politics are stupid yeah. um, i need to i need to find the video of him of hassan reacting to it yeah hassan i think it's on you should be able to find it on youtube um and if not he reacted to it i i he they were talking about it on his podcast the leftovers um he, so him and Ethan Klein were talking about it, and I thought it was pretty, pretty yep. freaking great. But Kenny's like, oh, "Yep, AOT God. and politics, my two favorite things." No, I mean, what? I've seen the videos. It's uh, they're weird. I mean, it's funny because like <laughs> get your boomer uh, hands off it. Get Marjorie your... Taylor Green actually looks like a titan. Yeah, I know people. Yeah, people be making that joke on Twitter, right? It's kind of it's it's kind of mean, I guess, but. It's she's it's mean spirited, but human, so. she kind of looks like she kind of looks like a titan. Looks like um, a titan. <laughs> yeah. So she should be in that commercial if she isn't. I think she's thing. in the. I think she is in one of the videos. Yes, I think she, she is, is. But she's. I believe not she's. A titan. No, I believe they put her face on Annie, who does turn yeah. into a titan. <laughs> Look at David. <laughs> so yeah, but in the I video she doesn't transform. You gotta find it, David. It's great. Um, okay. Just wanted to bring that one up. I thought it was funny, though. Yeah. For our listeners, if you didn't know, every year, Weekly Shonen Jump, Shueisha, the company, they do a, an event called Jump Festa. It happens in defen- December every year. Um, the physical event last year was canceled, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure if the physical event is happening this year, but they did a virtual one last year. Um, this year... So they, they always name it the year after. So like this year's is Jump Festa 2022, even though the event is happening in 2021. But the big news that everyone's looking forward to, and they've been explicit, there will be more information, is that Bleach and Chainsaw Man, the upcoming animes, are getting some information revealed at Jump Festa this year. Are we excited, boys? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh. Kitty, did you like the Thousand Year Blood War? I can't remember. Yeah, it's pretty good. I hope that I think that with the animation, like the pacing is gonna really pick up. So yeah, like I think there's, that a, there's just, a lot of there's a lot of good action. So. There's a lot of good action, and that'll be good. Yeah. I mean, for anime, that'll be nice. You know, yeah, as long be as nice. they take it well. So, and then obviously, all three of us are just excited for Chainsaw Man. I mean, we've already seen the trailer. It's if coming. They drop trailer two, though, they probably will. Oh. I bet they will. My my thought is they will. I hope that we get a bleach trailer. That's my hope. Cause yeah, I don't even think we have like zero bleach news. Yeah, we don't even have like a studio announced officially. I don't think so. IDK, bro. I mean, it might be uh, Piro. 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 They're just Piro? like, yeah, we're just gonna keep doing. Bleach. I hope it's not yeah. Piro. I think other companies can manage it better. But um, mm-hmm. if it is Piro, they did a good job for the most part. So I hope they put a lot of resources and effort into the last part. You know. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. While we're recording just now, 
the Spider-Man trailer just dropped. No so way. We can't, no, let everyone save it for after. When we're done recording, we'll watch it later. The new Spider-Man. Uh, so now you guys could date us if you know. This says you know when we're recording this, but the new Spider-Man yeah. trailer just dropped while we were recording this episode. Oh, so. I literally just dropped. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Let's move on, though. Jump Festa. We'll probably talk more about Jump Festa after it happens because a lot of different more than just bleach and chainsaw man news will drop there'll be news about a lot of shoeisha properties at that event oh, yeah um mm-hmm. so i thought this was an interesting piece of news guys 2021 is the first year the anime industry saw a decline in sales what mm. do you guys think about that i think maybe wait like know. what like Sales what uh, sales of what specific like DVD? Just in Blu-ray general, I think or... in general, like the uh, to my understanding, when I saw the statistics, it was like general. What's the word here? Like total gross revenue of the industry as a whole, I believe is right. what it was referring to. So that means everything, David. Um, and the stats I was looking at was showing that every year for the last like twenty years, the industry has only gotten larger, becoming you know eight billion, nine billion, you know, such a large industry, right? Um, yeah. but 20, the, 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 uh, the gap between 2019 and 2020 was massive. Okay. Yeah. And so what happened was we had a massive gap. 2020 was an enormous year for anime. 2021 yep. was bigger than 2019. So it's still the second biggest year, but it, it actually fell a little bit from 2020, which I don't know what to make of that number, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Was 2020 an anomaly year? Do we have to not? I think like, so. I think it was. Yeah. I think a lot more people were buying things online, especially, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that just, I think maybe we've just tapered back down. I do think anime is growing like crazy though. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's going to be a down year, just go right back up. I agree. With I you. feel like, I, I think, um, cause we kind of felt this within like the manga space yeah. on, online that near, I want to say like a few months ago. You've, you could feel people were kind of like searching for those types of things less and less. Yeah. And so, I, f- I mean, maybe just as kind of like with COVID and pandemic, like kind of ending and people are like out and doing things again, maybe yeah. they're just not, you know, focusing about those things anymore, or like watching anime as much or reading manga as much. Um, so, and maybe that can have an effect on sales as a whole. Although, yeah. I mean, I'm still spending a shit ton of money on manga, so, I mean... <laughs> David! <laughs> oh, no. David no, supports no. the industry, guys. But, but it, it makes sense, but I yeah. wonder if also, like, with summer being, like, a shitty season for anime, that, like, people were, like, bowed out, and then yeah. just, like, didn't come back. I mean, I'm sure there could be multiple reasons as to why, but... I think those are like the biggest. Yeah, what do you guys think about like I I think maybe 2020 saw a huge rise in people who wanted to get engaged in anime. So that's why Mm -hmm. we saw such a massive spike. And in 2021, we're just seeing a lot of people who got into it. They realized, okay, maybe it's not for me and have kind of bailed from the from the community. And that's more of a US I'm talking from a US perspective. I don't know what happened in Japan or how it was handled there or elsewise. I'm just saying maybe why US sales may have may have impacted the larger you know, worldwide right. um, numbers as well. But right. um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I don't think that the anime industry, I don't think it's any sign that the anime industry is going down. If that makes any sense. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's only I mean, going to keep going up. Oh yeah. Like I think the, I mean, we talked about this in a previous episode where like the number of anime created this year. It's, it's just like the amount of anime being created is like exponential over the past yes. years. So next year, I mean, there's going to be more anime created like aired airing that 
than the, the amount that aired this year. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going to change at all. I think that's just going to keep increasing. Right. But in terms of, I don't know, in terms of sales, maybe it'll like stagnate a little bit. Maybe it'll decrease even more. I, I don't know. Right. But I guess we'll just have to see. Sheesh. Big sheesh, sheesh boys. Yeah. Okay, I'm about to run down my next couple lines are like a lot of stuff of, of like new stuff that's coming out. Okay, it's like yeah, go through all. So these I'm just gonna blow out. through all this, and we can you guys can highlight whatever you want to. Okay, sure. Things okay. that things that have been announced recently: new seasons of Tiger and Bunny, Bungo Stray Dogs, Kakaguri, Tony Kawa, Inspector, and Kaguya Love Is War. All have had new new seasons announced. Spy yep. Family has had an official anime teaser announcement being produced by Wit Studio for 2020, 2022. Um, Aoashi and Blue Lock, two very popular shonen, or I think they're both seinen soccer mangas, are right. both being adapted yep. next year into anime. We talked a little about Blue, Blue Lock already, but Aoashi now has a trailer as well uh, that's been revealed for its no anime way. adaptation. Yeah, so two popular soccer manga are making their way to anime next year. Yep. Um, My Dress Up Darling has released its first anime teaser trailer, which is going to be an early 2022 um, mm. series being done by Cloverworks, uh, I believe most prominently known for Promise Neverland, I believe is uh, one they did. Um, Summertime Rendering, a Shonen Jump Plus manga series that was very popular, is being adapted into a, an anime series. I can't remember the studio off the top of my head, but Summertime Rendering looks very interesting. Mark Miller, a co- Mark Miller, a comic book artist, is having one of his comic books, Super Crooks, adapted into a Netflix original anime series. And it is an anime series because it's being produced and created by a Japanese studio, but it is being based off an American comic book. Very interesting as well. Mob Psycho has been announced for its finale season. It's season three. Uh, very happy about that. And J- what? Oh, sorry, you, you finish, you finish. On top of that, I think that's it. So those are all the new or upcoming anime releases uh, that are coming to TV. Guys, what are your highlights? What are your lowlights? What are your I notes? Just, so I just want to I'm point out. Excited. So summertime, I'm also very excited. But summertime rendering, very interesting fun fact. Love the trailer. It's the trailer li- was really it's, interesting. It's licensed by Disney Plus. Disney Plus? Mm. It's licensed by Disney Plus. The big D, the big D themselves. Disney's getting into anime. Big D. They were already getting into anime, brother. They made that Star Wars anime. They did. Make Star Wars. Uh, well, that's that's Star Wars, though. Come I on. had already heard rumors that Disney was going to start licensing a couple anime series and even maybe making some themselves. So no way. I I wow. remember I heard a rumor about it. I don't know what the official announcement was, but. Um, it's interesting to hear that summertime rendering. So you're saying they're getting the distribution rights for the series, I believe so. Most likely, or you don't know, David. Wait, I'm sorry, I was spacing out. What Are you saying summertime, summertime rendering, rendering is getting distributed by Disney yep. Plus? Yep, it's, it says licensed by Disney Plus, which would imply that, that means they they're going to be airing distrib- it on their pro- on their yeah. It'll so, air on Disney yeah. Plus. Then. Very weird because you know. the trailer seems to make it's it's sort of a seinen, and it's like yeah. about murder or something. So like. Interesting choice, Disney Plus. Um, in the trailer, I'm excited, looks but weird. You didn't mention one anime coming out. Um, Which one, Ken? Vamp- Vampire Night Memories, brand new next <laughs> year. Uh, oh my God. Welcome to the Vampire Night Podcast. All right, quit the podcast every week. Uh, uh, 
there is no vampire night announcement though, unfortunately. So you know, man, I looked it up right when you said it. Kenny's like, no oh my! David was like, <laughs> David was the super fan that was like, when they heard vampire night memories finally getting an like, anime no adaptation. Way. No, finally. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so there was a lot of new shows that I just ran through that are getting both new series and returning series. I think the one I'm the most excited for is probably Summertime Rendering or Mob Psycho. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I, I'm excited to finally see the finale to Mob Animated. I had no intention yeah. of reading the manga, so I'm happy that they're going to do the ending, finally. Um, I'm excited for more Kakiguri. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, obviously that. Blue Lock, you know. Blue Lock, Spike's Family. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, that's the other one. Spy Ooh. Family, I, obviously, I mean... That's going to be, I mean, Wit Studio, boys. Oh! Oh! Uh, Wit uh, Studio. Oh, Wit! Oh, uh, I, I fucking love Wit Studio. They're the best. And so the teaser looks beautiful. The manga is great. Is a great read. If you have time to read Spy Family, you guys should. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of good shows. And yeah, Elwashi and Blue Lock. I'm, I actually read a couple chapters of Elwashi because one of my yeah. buddies would not shut up about it. And uh, I watched the trailer. It looks... I think it could be fun. I mean, I'm going to try both those soccer animes because... I'm caught up, so... Did you catch up on Aoashi? Yeah. Okay, now that you've read both, Kenny, yeah. where do you stand on Aoashi versus Blue Lock? Blue Lock is better. What are you saying? Oh, Blue Lock is... It's not even a question. Blue Lock is better than all manga right now. Like, I can't be more clear. I just it's know that I have a friend. Right he thinks... Uh, he's caught up on both as well. He likes Aoashi better. I think it's oh, preference. Actually, it, it shows off a different style of player too. Like yeah. a playmaker is much different than a striker. Mm. Right. But So yeah, the, I mean, the lead character in both plays different like roles. They play on different the team? positions, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. That's interesting. What's wow. uh t- what's Tiger and Bunny? It's an, an older old, show? Yeah, older show. It was a mech show, I think. Yeah, there's like mechs. I want to say it was an original anime. Not I don't think it was based off anything when it first came out. So yeah. I think they've now maybe oh, made a manga of it. Yeah, yeah. Sun, which is the Gundams. That's the Gundam company. Oh. Yeah. Does anyone care yeah. about that? I think, I think so. I think it has yeah. like a, a a base. I don't. Me personally. But. There's like a small cult following for the original series, for I believe. Sure. So yeah. I'm surprised. And I believe the new anime is a full. It's like Netflix bought the whole thing. Yeah. And it's like making more. Yeah. So yeah. They sure did. They're kind of arrested developmenting it. You know, they're like, they're like, we'll buy this and then we'll just make some more of it. Um, Man. so it's whatever. Yeah, why not? Um, and then yeah, obviously Tonakawa. We watched the first season here on the podcast. I don't think I'll watch Enjoyed season it. two. I might. I'll, I, I might. think I'll probably watch. I'll, it. Watch, I'll watch season I two. I still sure. kind of want to know like what it. the hell she is. Is she alien? Yeah, or a robot she an alien. Or what? Yeah, oh. I don't know. I mean, I think that's where still we're gonna be. Know. Still don't know, but yeah. I mean, other than that, but yeah, that's a lot. I, oh, in the Mark Miller thing, I think I'm really excited for. Did you guys see the trailer for that yet? Super Crooks? I did see the trailer. It looked pretty. It's cool. It's kind of a. I think Bones is maybe the team that's animating it, if I'm remembering. Oh, um, I'm pretty excited. But it's it weird to see good. like Bones do an anime or a, a comic book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Kenny, can you think of other examples? Like, I'm oh. like trying to think. Like, I don't think there has been really. I mean, like Witchblade was based well, off a comic book. Yeah. Which we did they do seen. like anime adaptations of like Wolverine and like um. They yeah, did. Some, they, they did. Just, uh, Madhouse did some uh some Marvel anime projects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but nothing like this. I mean, uh, yeah, I'd say it's pretty rare that like an original comic book gets mm-hmm. picked up by a Japanese studio to get adapted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it would be like Invincible was an anime, yeah, right? Right. It would be like if an an yeah, exactly. That I, I yeah, I'm trying to think. I see, There's one. I, see. I feel like I'm forgetting. Oh, um, this is Netflix too. Jesus, Netflix. The other one that I would connect it to is uh, Cannon Busters. Cannon Busters oh, yeah. was made by an American person. 
and he yep. did he published a web I believe it was a web comic and then uh but the thing that's weird about him is that he works in Japan and lives in Japan now so like mm. getting his his comic book made by a Japanese studio Not kind of a weird. no no brainer because he was there right. you know so um yeah. but I don't know just some interesting things. Okay, that knocks out a bunch of our notes. Cause, yeah, so hopefully those of you listening at home... So many new announcements. Those are exciting for you guys, I hope. Tell us your favorite new shows or new seasons coming out. You heard there's, Kenny? There's, there is one thing that we forgot to talk about. What? We forgot, what? To, we forgot to talk about the updates in Weekly Shonen Jump. Oh, it's on my list. That's it's coming. List. It's coming. It's coming. Oh! Don't, don't get ahead of yourself, David. It's on my list. I only skipped a bunch what? of the... I just kind of cleared out a bunch of the... There's even more on this list! There's more. There's a couple more main notes that we have to go through. Okay. All right, all right, so, yeah. We've already talked about uh, most of this other stuff. Okay, two notes about movies that are coming out that I want to note. Yeah. You guys are both fans of this series, the quintessential quintuplets. The finale movie has a date now, and it's summer of 2022. So the movie is coming out summer of 2022. Hopefully it gets put on streaming services pretty quickly. I'm hoping so that American audiences can enjoy it. It's going to adapt the ending of the manga so, uh, essentially, you would watch season one, season two, and then the movie, and that would be the complete story. So, that's exciting for fans of that series. And, Kenny, do you know the ending? No, but it's pretty clear. Oh, you guys... Yeah. Oh, David, you... Are, no, David spoiled himself. Yeah. He's I read the it. manga. Oh, it's did, you re- did you really? I don't know. Uh, you can see manga. it on his shelf, uh-huh. at least. I mean, it's there, but did he actually... I don't know. Um, I, mean, I, I, I have... I, I won't. Never mind. I won't say anything. The other movie that obviously got announced that we haven't talked about is Dragon Ball Superhero. It is the new Dragon Ball Z, well, Dragon Ball Universe movie. Um, mm. It's going to be a sequel to Broly. I think nice. it has some. It has some sort of connection to the Red Ribbon Army, which is super weird. I think some people are concerned about the plot that's been. And then also, obviously, there was a teaser trailer, and boom, it's 3D. Like fully the whole way. Like it's going to be full 3D. <laughs> Look at David. Yeah, and Netflix also announced the sequel to Seven Deadly Sw- Sins, also going to be full 3D. They're going to adapt the sequel uh, also for 3D. So, why go from 2D to 3D? I don't 3D know. Doesn't look Deeper, good. I, I mean, you guys remember how beautiful deeper. you guys remember how beautiful the Broly movie was, right? Yeah. Who it did at, have some 3D animation too? It did, but who at who at Toei was like. This movie did so well, so you know, critically acclaimed, b- did so well at the box. Let's just fucking do it the next one in 3D, dog. Let's just totally like, Let's change it all. There's a, there's a trailer for it too. There's like yeah. a, it's a, I'd say it's a teaser is the word I would teaser. use. It's more of like a teaser. Um, it's like a brief shot of Goku. He's like training, and then it like clips to some other quick things. Some sort of again, Red Ribbon Army is like involved, which I heard someone complain like, "What the fuck." Like he fights gods and had like a universal tournament. Why the fuck is the Red Ribbon Army still in? the androids again. Okay? Yeah, I'm like, okay, what's going He's on? He's got to go interplanetary to android every time. No. Oh my god! Um, it's like this no guy picked from another planet, yeah, and, and then it was the Red Ribbon Army. The new yeah. Seven Deadly Sins movie also looks dumb. It looks stupid. It's Ugh. the sequel. Also gonna be three. I think it's adapting. I think it's adapting the sequel manga. Um, the one that's like oh. about Meliodas's kid or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. He got though. a kid though. He got a kid. I guess. He got a kid. Spoilers. He got a kid. Real keep quick. Um, keep writing. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I'm watching this trailer and like, it's not that. It doesn't look that bad. Actually. Oh no. Uh, if well, if mean, someone's gonna we'll do it, it best, it's gonna be Dragon Ball Z. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It doesn't look that bad. 
Okay, maybe um, you know, maybe I should knock it before I try it. You know, I'm gonna try. We'll try it, but we'll it's just it. inter- we'll it's just interesting. It makes me think about you know, for Neverworld, a really popular YouTuber. Mm-hmm. You guys know him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for Never News. Welcome back to another episode of For Never News. For Never News. Uh, but he did a rant video recently about how he feels like 3D CG anime is the future of anime, that companies are going to continue to rely on it, and 20 years from now we may see a future where there are more 3D anime coming out each season than there are 2D. And I thought it was a pretty interesting perspective just because, like, 20 years ago, all anime was still hand-drawn, you know? Yeah. And then there were a couple shows that started to do the whole CG, not CG, but, like, computer-drawn art. And there were a lot of dissenters, you know, like, oh, we shouldn't do that. And honestly, in the early era, computer-drawn anime was kind of shit. I'm not going to lie. If, if you go look at some of the early 2000s, like, computer-drawn anime, yeah. it really was stiff, stale. A lot of it just didn't match the same feeling as that traditional hand-drawn anime. Yet still, I cannot yeah. be more clear, 3D looks so god-awful, like, yeah. so unbelievably more bad than that, that... <laughs> it does. I don't think it's... It does, but... Maybe, you know, 20 years from now with the right technologies and the right things. May- I mean, okay, there's one example that's come out that I think we can talk about that nails what I wish future 3 anime could look like. And that's the Spider-Man movie. What's it called? Uh, uh, Spider-Verse. 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 You know the Spider-Verse is one of the most beautifully 3D animated movies I've ever animated? seen. Yeah. yeah. It's like fully oh, cel-shaded 3D. 3D. And... Yeah. Kenny's thinking like, was that two D? No, it's it's three D, dog. And it was like it was so me, good. There was no way it could be three D. To me, Spider Verse uh, captures the the essence of what a anime could look like three D yeah. animated. And I've heard, I haven't watched it yet, but Arcane on Netflix recently came out, and it's three D mm-hmm. animated. And I've heard that the animation in that is quite well done. We um, we have to have a, we have to have an episode over that, and we'll hopefully discuss cool. it in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the League of Legends. I wouldn't call it an anime. It was done by what? A, didn't we just French it's, studio it's, or something, David? Yeah, it's done by French. It's not an anime, but it's still it's really, really good. Supposedly, David said it's not an anime. It's, really it's not. It's not. It's not. No. It's not. But supposedly, you know, with the right team, maybe in twenty years, maybe he's maybe Forever World makes a good point. I'm not sure. Maybe so. Um, I'm not sure yet. But it is interesting to see properties like Dragon Ball Z opt to do. Uh, 3D animation for film. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's just an interesting yeah. note. Because t- quintessential quintuplets, that will be full 2D booby bouncing for you guys. So, um, just pure... I, actually, Q- TQQ isn't even that etchy, is it? No. Uh, there, I mean, there obviously well, is a romance. There, there is yeah. some, but there, it's not as etchy as like the, some of the other shows. I think I think season two was more etchy than season one, but like even that, then it was like still pretty tamed. I'd say, yeah, right. In comparison to like other like, stuff, so yeah, it's just more focused on the romance, right? Okay, so. I'm going back up my list, guys. Another okay, big, what do you big piece of news on the same note mm. as Dragon Ball. Uh, mm. Chris Ayers, a very well known. Uh, uh, voice actor in the anime community, English voice actor, uh, recently passed away. And we wanted to, you know, obviously we, our condolences to Chris and his family. Um, but yeah, I think it's a big, it was kind of a big piece of news, kind of. I don't know. Um, for those familiar with the situation, his health had been declining for quite a few years. And he even had trained a new voice actor to start playing Frieza. Um, 
and I, I'm sure that new, I think his name is Damon or something, will take over doing Frieza from this point forward. But Chris was mainly known as taking over as the main voice of Frieza in Dragon Ball after uh, Linda Young. And Linda Young is actually still alive. She's still doing stuff, but um, I think she just moved on from voice. I'm not sure why she left the role, but Chris has done the role for a lot of the prominent things over the last couple of years. And now Damon will take over. So, you know, uh, rest in peace to Chris and, uh, yeah. you know, best wishes yep. to his family. Um, that's It's pretty sad news because I consider him one of the the greats of the English anime voice actors. There's a couple older anime voice actors in the American sphere that I think are actually still pretty good voice actors, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chris Sabats of the world, the Steve Blums. You know, I think they're actually pretty good voice actors and have done some really great work. Yeah. Some of the younger people doing English voice actors, I openly criticize. I openly criticize them, though. I think some of them are kind of shit. Um, but well, I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot of good ones out there, though. I, I don't yeah, love some of the younger good. voice actors. I think some of them are not great. But I, I'm a I'm a I'm a Robbie Draymond fanboy. So Chris Robbie is Drayman. part of the. I like Alex Lee a lot. He's the voice actor for Zenitsu, and he also plays. Yeah. Uh, I think he plays Legoshi in B Stars. Yeah. I actually think he's pretty cool. But actually, I kind of want Alex Lee to be on this podcast. I kind of want to ask him if he wants to come on. That'd be cool. But we'll hit him up. We'll hit him up. We should hit him up. Um, but he was only yeah. he was only fifty six too. That's so young. Yeah, he died. Yeah, Chris definitely passed away young, and. uh it's really yeah. sad, and I think that that's yeah. a big a big hit to the anime community because again he he's kind of got this he was part of that older generation that kind of helped with the ushering in of anime in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and I think that uh, we owe a lot to some of those early voice actors that were doing it because I think a lot of us are just lucky to even be fans of anime because of the work they were doing and yeah. there's no denying that even if we watch subtitles mainly now which is mainly what I do um, I still can't deny the influence and the impact that a lot of the early English dubbers had. Cause Kenny and I growing up, we weren't, we weren't initially yeah, watching we watch Dragon stuff. Ball we watched dub stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, we, watched, we watched a lot of dubbed anime back then. And I still watch dub every once in a while. Um, yeah. I enjoyed watching the new Shaman King dubbed. I mean, <clears throat> it's whatever. It was good. I watched Eden zero dub too, <laughs> because I just couldn't be, I couldn't, I couldn't give a shit enough to actually stare at the screen while it was playing. Um, whatever. When, but, uh, when the new Bleach uh, gets animated, I'm going to watch it and dubbed. I've watched most of the Bleach anime dubbed. I watched it all subbed back in the day, but I've, you know, I was rewatching it and I've watched about 200 episodes of it dubbed now too. So, and I actually mm-hmm. liked it. I like the English dub of Bleach. I think they did a good job with it. Yeah. But, all right. Kenny's out of commission. Um, yeah. This here. is just the, the, Jer- the Jerry and David no, podcast joking. where we talk about Jerry Sorry, and David Casper things. wanted out. Okay. Pretty big news this week also is that episode 1000 of One Piece airs this Sunday. So the series is finally, it's finally now fulfilled its purpose, which is that when noobs of the series are like, I can't watch that. It has a thousand episodes. It is now truth. They're no longer, they're no longer hyperbolizing. It does have a thousand episodes. One now. piece, 1000. Uh, so there's been a big celebration in Japan. Lots of cool artwork that I've seen hung around Japan. People have posted pictures of, uh, it's a big thing. It's going to be adapting like chapter 990, I think. So sadly it didn't make it to chapter 1000 which is a great chapter. Um, But I think it's going to be adapting a part of a really cool part. So we'll see, but I I'm, I'm current with the anime. The only episode I haven't seen is last week's episode. Um, So I still watch the one piece. You're you're, you're telling me you've, you've watched 998 episodes of of one piece. I have, I have, I still stay current with the anime. I went to put it on record. Mm-hmm. They are gonna play. We are on that episode for sure. What? Uh, I mean, what's crazy is I put like, money on it. I put money on it. They recently put Sanji. You know, during the Sanji and Luffy fight on Whole Cake, 
Sorry, yeah. whoops, spoilers. Uh, I, shit. It's One Piece, bro. I know, I but know. still, I know it happened years ago at this point, but still. Whole Cake, Island, spoilers. Sanji Luffy fight. During that fight, they used the original, this was crazy, they took the original ending theme song from the ri- first season of One Piece, they used it again in that episode, randomly, even though One Piece hasn't had ending songs in years, years. they randomly used it as the final song, and it was a great moment, um, and yeah, I fully, he's crying, he's lighting yeah. his cigarette, oh! I fully expect such a good scene. them such to use um, some iconic music in episode 1000, I'm sure. Um, but yep. also, I believe we're getting a new opening song this week with episode 1002. The Ooh, The previous opening has been going for like... The, the previous opening has been going for like 40 or 50 episodes, so I think that it's it, it's oh, about time for a change. About time. Anyway. But, It'll yeah. just be another We Are version or something. Stop. Kidding. Performed by BTS. The last couple of openings of One Piece have been pretty fire, honestly, in my opinion. But um, One Piece, you know, comes in... On top of that, there's been these Twitter images that are revealing that this weekend, most likely they're going to be announcing the next One Piece movie. Um, so uh, essentially they were showing pictures of the crewmates each day on Twitter with like one letter highlighted. And the first one was like, O, the second one was P and it was F I L M. They spelled one piece film. There's still four more crewmates. Most likely it's going to spell out the name of the new movie. That's what people think. Um, I had heard some rumors here and there. I'm no one knows yet. I think as of today, there was one more letter revealed. So the first letter of the last word was revealed. I'm not sure, but this weekend we'll have the full name and most likely a big announcement for the new One Piece movie. So that's super cool, too. The last yeah, movie, awesome. Stampede, was awesome. I loved it. I saw it in theaters. Um, yeah, the One Piece movies have always been pretty they're good. Just, yeah, they're just fun. I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah. if you like One Piece, you'll like the movies. Okay, mm-hmm. last couple notes. I want to end it with uh, the Shonen Jump stuff. So I'll go through my <laughs> last three announcements prior to that. First, Worlds in Harem was supposed to be on our list of anime last week. It got delayed. The first episode came out, and then the animation studio said, never mind, we're waiting until winter to air the rest of the show. So we decided not to include it in our fall uh, first impressions. It'll be included in our winter first impressions when the series officially airs uh, with the rest of the shows. So uh, it'll definitely be in our winter first impression, so be on the lookout for that. But there's been not really a clear reason why it got postponed. Nobody really knows, especially because the first episode was done and already had like a pre-screen. So like people right. have seen it. It's already on the internet. I'm not sure what happened with that show or why it got delayed. It's a pretty fun manga. I've read a little bit of it, maybe the first two or three volumes. So I'm excited to actually watch the anime version. It is very not safe for work. Yeah, it, it's exactly what that middle school teacher was looking out for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> the throwback to early in the episode, but but worlds and harem is what they were warning. That's what she was warning the parents of. Don't let the middle schoolers <laughs> watch that. One. I hope for God's sake that nobody. So yeah, worlds and harem is postponed. Obviously, uh, Chainsaw Man won a really big award called the Harvey Award uh, for the best manga series in the. Uh, U- it's a U.S. award, I believe. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. It was competing in series like Spy Family. Uh, maybe I can't remember what the other series were. I know Spy Family was Blue in the Log, ring. probably. No, not in the U.S. But so Chainsaw Man won that. I know that Fujimoto was really honored by that uh, award. Pretty cool award for Chainsaw Man. Really, no other note to that. I don't know, guys. Nothing else to say about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah super congratulations. Dope. We love Chainsaw yeah, Man. No surprise. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Fujimoto put out like a little, like one of those, like you know, he like wrote something and then was like, you know, thanks for the Harvey. Award. I do think it. I do think it's crazy how Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen are so similar in concept, yet so diverse. In, yes. I don't know. Their, mm. you know, their look. The way it, it came out. No, Which I heard I someone telling is, me that. It's great. Yeah, someone was telling me about how 
They hate. They don't like Jujutsu Kaisen, but they love Chainsaw Man. And I was like, there's some similarities, some overlap in the yeah. stylization. Oh, yeah. And so I think it's interesting when some, one person likes one and not the other. Obviously, I like both a lot. So yeah. I'm, I think they're both really good. Whoops. Uh, but yeah. Okay. The last thing before we get into the last, last thing. Comey. So she can't communicate. I'm pissed, actually, Jerry. I am actually pissed about this. What? They are constantly not translating text. That's that's what I'm bringing yeah. up. Especially so, her her so, like thoughts or whatever. I they just don't translate. Since we're gonna be yeah. wrapping it up soon. Wrapping this episode up, we got to talk about this. Um, yeah. Right as of right now, I think three or four episodes are out. I'm caught up with whatever the most recent one is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, four. And um, fucking weird. The thing is that the show is just not translating a lot of on-screen text. Even when there's just, like, one word bubble on screen. So I'm not sure what the limitation is on Netflix, but at this point they're just leaving a ton of text untranslated, um, which is causing a bit of conversational issues even, because Comey frequently talks via on-screen text. That is, like, the way the show works. Um, So it's becoming, like, egregiously frustrating every week. Because, you know, you're trying to keep up with it. You're trying to watch the official release. And, um, yeah, it's just not good. I mean, it's just pissing me off. And, yeah. you know, I have to double-check the manga volumes to try to figure out what she said or if there's anything relevant. And I'm like, okay, this is just a lot. But um, a, what a lot of fans are saying to do is just pirate it. Because there's a really good fan subbing group that is translating everything really well, supposedly. And people are saying, just pirate it. Watch Comey pirated. They're also, you know, Netflix is releasing the episodes two weeks delayed. So two more episodes are out as we speak, but we can't see them because, yeah, Netflix is doing it on a two week delay. And they're not even translating the text bubbles. Kenny. Not even translating text bubbles. Right, right. Exactly. This is why people are pissed. So Netflix needs to get their shit together on this one because it's, it's people, when the official release is so subpar, why wouldn't people go and, and, uh, yeah, you know, get it illegally. You know, go through other. Yeah, if yeah. there's if there's a group of fans that are putting in a much better effort to put out a release that translate, it's not at this point. It's not. It's integral to the series, like the actual content. So it's like it's not yeah. just Netflix just being a piece of shit. This is like you're not even delivering the right show at this point if you can't translate yeah. the context. Yeah. So it's the it's first growing. episode. It was like because it was on the chalkboard. I was like ah. After that, yeah, all of her bubbles are constantly yep. not translated. Yeah. Just tons of shit that comes like, on screen. It's like occasionally they do, which kind of it almost yeah. pisses me off it, more. It's, it's inconsistent. When yeah. like sometimes they translate it and sometimes they don't. And I'm like, what the fuck, Netflix? Like, get your shit together. And again, I remember reading something online about like certain words on the screen and like Netflix has a really harsh policy about it. And I, I don't know if it was just people, policy. I don't know if it was people trying to defend Netflix or what it was, but there was like a lot of discussion about like maybe their technology doesn't allow for certain types of typesetting and blah blah blah. Great. If Netflix is gonna own this series, they need to fucking fix it. I mean that's just yeah. the reality of it. And just go uh, in and edit they've done it before. They're smarter than this. So they need to just go in and fix all the episodes they have out and then it's really sad because I think it's really sad because Netflix is clearly putting a larger stake into anime in the future and they want more yeah. anime on their platform. They're buying more anime constantly, right? But what we're learning as an audience, sadly, is that they want us to click and play and watch on their platform, but they don't care enough to provide a pro- like a quality product. 
And I think that's yeah. starting to get really frustrating as a fan because you want to support the official release. You want to support the official providers so that some sort of funds, some sort of support goes back to the original creators, the people who yeah. worked so hard on this series. And for us now, the only product available in the U.S. is Netflix's substandard release. And it's like, fuck. You know, like, that's the only, like, that's yeah. my own. So, you know, buy the manga of Comey Can't Communicate, guys. You know, and then go watch the... If you buy the manga, then go watch the fan sub version. Uh, because yeah. at least you can at least justifiably do that if you paid money yeah. to, to the manga, you know. Um, but it's pretty disappointing. But I am loving the show, aside from that. I am loving it a lot. Yep. Mm. Um, but yeah. Because, okay. okay, let's wrap up. Is, it, is it time to pour some out? Yes, Kenny, it is time to pour some out to pour our lost... Pour some out for <laughs> Nehru and Red Hood. And Red Hood. Pour it out. Pour Rest out, in peace boys. to those two series. Nehru straight up went for it. Skipped in the future. Red Hood uh, was like, "Hey, we <laughs> deleted the book. Now you can do whatever." Yeah, that you got to fight somewhere. I heard Red Hood went for a really meta finale, guys. The final plot in Red Hood was so so bad. dumb. So dumb. He was like, "Actually, I'm a previous author of the book the world runs on." Uh. And I want you to be the new Red Riding Hood who has control of the book. Oh, jeez. And you're like... like a a oh, book geez. that completely controls that whole universe's reality. Right. Yeah. Like, what? So then what? they just like destroyed it and they were like, we make our own future. It's like my chapter like 13. They were like, yeah, this is going to get canned. Let's, let's just wrap it up right now. And I it think, because I I think like... that is what happened, David. Yeah. I, I If yeah. I were to guess, you know, and uh, for those listening... We've talked about this before. Weekly Shonen Jump has a weekly rating system where every person who purchases a volume of Weekly Shonen Jump in Japan, the physical volumes, is able to rate the series, uh, and the ones that rate highly then get placed closer to the top of the manga. So us as an audience are able to know which series are doing well by how uh, close to the top they are in the magazine each week, okay? But Shueisha uses those rankings, like, aggressively, like, it doesn't matter how the volumes are selling. It often doesn't matter how big the fan base is or how big the virtual readership is. Those rankings really decide a lot of the success and failure of Weekly Shonen Jump. Every single week, Nehru and Red Hood battled it out for the bottom spot. They were both either last place or second to last every week. So they, they wow. flip-flopped back and forth every single yeah. week from the moment they joined the rankings to the moment the series dropped. That is a terrible sign for a new series. If it can at least get a couple bumps up, uh, you know, sometimes a series can hold on, and it, all it has to do is just not take last place. But Red Hood and Nehru just couldn't not take last place. They were always last. Like, they flip-flopped back and forth which one was last and which one was second to last, but they were always last or second to last for their entire yep. run, which is a terrible sign. Really bad, you know, yeah. That means that Japanese readers just did not like it at all. Um, yep. And... Unfortunately, that's how the, sh the magazine works. The primary audience is the Japanese readers. If they're not enjoying a series, you know, Jump will let them go. So my guess is, David, that around 13 or 14, they were probably told, hey, you're done. Uh, you yeah. know, got three or four chapters left. Go ahead and wrap it up. And Which which I'm, I'm happy because uh, I'm just called P6. P6 and Blue Box have both been doing really well. Oh, so wow. They've been, like, they've been like staying like in the middle. P, 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 I, I call it P6. Uh -huh. Actually, I'm trying to see. Uh, PPPPP should have just recently joined the rankings, right? Um, 
Uh, yes. Because I think it, they don't like join until first... like chapter seven or eight, I think, is when the first ranking happens. Um, yeah. So And in, in its first ranking, it was ranked number six. Okay, that's good. And it should have had... Has it had one more since then, maybe? Let's see. Uh, no, because that was from uh, volume 49, which came out last week. Okay, no, so the... it just joined the rankings then. Oh, so we should be getting... New so I'm sure Reddit will we'll update. Yeah, with, Reddit. Reddit's with, uh, the best place, guys, to keep up with the uh, the manga. Our rankings. our manga ranking. Oh no, here you go. Oh P- wait, P- P- it was number eight. Yeah, number eight, eight and yeah. the most recent one. Here it is. Yeah, issue number fifteen. And I'm enjoying eight. it. So I'm enjoying it. That's not last place. Up. All I'll say is PBBP has now made it. It had two chapters that are not last place. So that's better than Nehru Red Hood ever did. Um, so congrats, PPPP, because it's doing a little bit better. Um. But, obviously, in the wake of, as Kenny says, pouring it out for the homies, we have not two, but three brand new series joining Shonen Jump over the couple the next couple weeks. With As of this recording, the first series has already released. We'll get another new one next week, and then I believe the, the last one will come the week after that. So, the series that's already released, all three of us have already read the first chapter. It is a new series called Ayashimon, and it is written by the same author as Hell's Paradise, or Jigoku Raku which was a pretty popular Shonen Jump Plus series. And, uh, guys, what do you think about the first chapter of Ayashimon? I think it's going to be a hit. I think, like, we were all saying the same thing when we were texting. If it... That first chapter was really... A really yep. interesting, good setup. So if it keeps that momentum, it's going to be a, the next big series. Yeah, possibly. I think so, too. Yes. I think so, too. I think it had a really good concept. I think that I, you can definitely still fumble the bag at this point. Like you know, oh, yeah, we have yeah. only seen one chapter, but I mean, he did great on Jigoku Raku. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this one's just going to be a hit. I think it's just going to like. Was Hell's Paradise gonna... Shonen Jump Plus? It was, was yeah, it was yeah. Mm-hmm. It was and it got its full adaptation. You know, to my understanding, well, Hell's yeah. Paradise got you know a beginning and an end, and the author was happy with it. So, yeah. Um, so pretty cool. I don't know. I'm excited. This one, like I said, this one was really fun. Ayashimon like- is using tropes in a way that I like, which is they liked it's it mm. immediately in this first chapter is utilizing tropes and they're kind of putting them on their head, you know, like it's yep. immediately like, okay, yeah, he punches people like one punch man, but like what else is happening in this world around him? He's not in superhero right. world, he's in demon world. Well, these demons are Yakuza. You know, okay, there's demons like Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, great. Well, what do these demons do different than the so Ayashimon has a setup that could potentially in ten or so chapters be a bang up start to a series. Be good. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see where it goes. Uh, I think this is one of the best ways somebody's been introduced into a spirit world. Yes. Like I think him going like, wait, wait, okay. There are stronger people. Yeah. And <laughs> I've heard, like, oh, okay. I've heard specifically that in Japan, um, manga readers really like self-referential stuff. And this series had a lot uh, of self-references so to other Shonen Jump series. So I thought that was super cool. Um, so maybe Japan will will bite on Ayashimon and it'll get a little bit of a good run. We'll have to see where it goes. But yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a wave. I, mean. I, I guess that's how me and Robico was ranked number four. Oh yeah, me and Robico, the best manga in Shonen Jump. That's all we know. Um, okay, so next week we're getting a gag manga um, titled okay. Mamore Shugomaru. Okay? okay, it's a school activities gag manga that will center on a strange bodyguard. It is being written by a guy who has been writing a One Piece gag spinoff manga, actually. He's been writing that 
the gag spinoff for One Piece is actually going to go on hiatus now, or it's just going to go on, essentially it's done, um, while he writes his his weekly Shonen Jump series. So next week we get a new gag manga. It's going to be like a school setting. So I'm curious, because obviously there's already a school setting gag manga right now. Um, I'm curious what direction this one will go. But uh, we'll learn more next week on that one. And then the third and final series that they're adding to the manga is called Doran Doraron, which is just a lot because we already have fucking uh, Don to Don running right now. And there's Durarara. And now we've got Duran Ron Ron. Um, and so, you got a forever So lots of Dora Dead, dead demons, dead to day destruction. And now we've got Duran Doran is what it's called. And this series will center on the defeating of evil supernatural yokai creatures. So it's another seems a, bad demon battle. Right. I'm a little worried. I, I'm a little worried on that one, guys. Those are what's popular, though. That's just it. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, you look at Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer and Chainsaw Man, and you're like, why would I not write a... Right. I mean, Don to Don is doing the same thing right now, and it's getting a lot of buzz as well. Yeah. Um, so it only makes sense. Why not do more yokai stuff? But I believe, to my understanding, yeah. this third author is a newbie, I think. So hmm. I think this is their first series. That's the one I'm going to have the most worry about. Gag mangas seem to do okay right now because there's not a lot of gag mangas in the magazine. So they kind of get compared to each other as opposed to against the other stuff. So the yeah. gag manga might be able to hold on. I think that the Hell's Paradise author will probably be able to hold himself together. Um, mm-hmm. with Ayoshimon, I think Doran Dororon is the one that I'm just going to already put my weird... It might get to chapter 17? Right, right. So and, we, then, and then can? We'll have to read it when it comes out, but I'm definitely the most worried about the, the prospect of that one. As a new author in yep. Jump, it's a scary thing to do, you know? Yeah. Coming in as yeah, a new author sure. is very scary, so... Um, hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll put out another State of Shonen Jump episode. I think that's our plan, to try to put one more out by the end of the year now that there's been some turnover in the magazine. My guess is that this this is going to be the lineup in Shonen Jump until the end of 2021. So I think all of November probably. and all of December will be this these series. If something's going to get canned, it probably won't happen until early 2022. That's my guess. Um, so that's good. And that means we can take a second to kind of reflect on the, the ones that we've, what do you, the ones that we've lost in 2021? Um, so we can take a second to reflect on all those, but we'll do it. Yeah. Guys, this has been a maelstrom of news just now. I've, that's it. That's all my news. That's That's all of it. That's all of it. We made it. I was going to take some time for us to discuss Comey and blue period and maybe some of the other shows we're watching. But guys, it's just we're already pushing two hours at this point. Yeah, I think we need to wrap it up. We'll save that for another episode. So if you guys are interested in our thoughts, we've been keeping up on a couple different shows. We'll definitely have to have some time to do a little bit of just a a catch up episode um, where we talk yeah. a little about shows we've been watching, stuff that we've been watching maybe outside of the seasonal stuff, things like that. So be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks. David and Kenny, anything you guys want to add before we wrap today's episode up? Uh. No, I, I just want to say if you aren't watching Blue Period, if you're not watching Comey Can't Communicate, if you're not watching Naruto Shippuden, you're making a mistake because you need to be watching those shows. Like, Kenny said, not uh, was the last one? Say that one. Again. Uh, I think it's um, on your sh- Kenny. Uh, look yeah. at your shirt. Actually, what's the? Yeah, is that? Um, oh, uh, uh, Kakashi Sensei. Oh, Kakashi Hatake. Oh, Kakashi Hatake. No, 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 no. Okay, and, and also. Mm-hmm. Also, I've been reading Demon Slayer, and I'm not gonna You're lie. A piece of shit. 
No, I'm it's just... it's not it's not terrible. It's still like it's guess. like don't it's worry. Like a level above mid. I've been reading Tokyo it's Ghoul still... and it's Tokyo Ghouls does not live up to the hype at all. It is it is a it's like a five out of ten, guys. It's like it's like the most middle mid that I've ever read. Like I don't know. Tokyo I about Demon Slayer. I would say like six. It's yeah. like yeah, Tokyo Ghoul's like a very just like. I think it just had a lot of hype because people are like the manga is way better than the anime. It probably is. I've never seen the anime. I mean, that's, that's some people's like favorite series. But the manga, yeah, I think it Tokyo. is a little overhyped for uh, what it. And that might be a tough opinion for people that made it this far in the podcast to hear. But uh, I'll give you some more thoughts when I finish Tokyo Ghoul here on the podcast. But if you really want to catch my thoughts, we've been doing live streams over on the Dark Sages channel where we discuss our thoughts. Me and him discuss our thoughts on Tokyo Ghoul as we've been reading it. We're actually doing our finale live stream. It'll be coming out after this podcast drops. So uh, nice. if you want to check it out, it should be Tuesday, November 22nd, I think is when we're going to be doing our live stream for to discuss the last six volumes of Tokyo Ghoul. We've already discussed the, there first, the first eight so uh, if you're curious on our final thoughts on Tokyo Ghoul, definitely tune in to the Dark Sage uh, Twitch stream. So he does it over on Twitch, but he does have a YouTube channel you can go follow. But if you do listen, make sure you go check him out because I'll be on that as well discussing my opinions on Tokyo Ghoul. But yep. with that, guys, we've done it. Okay, we've, We made it we, through a lot of news. This was a crazy episode with a lot of news. We're going to try to get back on our, yeah. our grind and get some more episodes out for you guys. I really hope a couple more and then we may take another break. Yeah. The, year, but... the reality of it is that now we're entering the holidays. We kind of took what I like to call the cuffing season break over the last two months because um, two of our, our hosts were just a little busy with other things over the last two months. And now over the next two months, it's mm-hmm. obviously we're entering the holiday phase. So there's going to be even more potential breaks. So we're sorry to those of you that are big fans, especially because we know we haven't been uploading the Spotify episodes. That's my responsibility. And I've been able to get them up over there um, over the last couple episodes. Episodes. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, this episode along with the last two should all be available on Spotify. That's my goal. So uh, hopefully that's the case. And as well, you can go listen to them on all the other listening platforms as well. And I'll try to keep up with that in the future. I know some of you guys really rely on listening to it over on Spotify as opposed to on YouTube. But we are very grateful for those of you that follow us here on YouTube because on YouTube it helps us out, you know, in the algorithm. So make sure that if you are on YouTube, you hit that like, you go down and Give us a comment, and you press the subscribe button. You can even press the bell notification if you'd like, because it helps us out here in the algorithm. It helps us to get to a larger audience, and if you're enjoying the show, there's probably more anime fans out there that would also enjoy the show, so you should definitely help us get to a larger audience, right? Right. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast. This has been us. This has been the boys. This has been the Uncensored Anime Pod. Wow. I have to say that again. Just so you guys know, uncensored is a really weird word to say at a uncensored. quick speed. It really, it really yeah, is. It really is a weird uncensored. word to say. Uncensored. This has been another wonderful episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast, and we are saying peace. Peace. <laughs>